That's right, everybody. I don't think my is my mic coming through okay here. Yeah, I can hear you. I turned us down a little bit. Oh, okay. Let me turn us back up. There we go. Yeah, I just couldn't. I just couldn't our level, myself. like our our hearing. Oh, our he- our hearing is off. Our, our hearing was down, <laughs> but our voices are five by five. All right, there. <laughs> Welcome everybody to podcast number two hundred and two. This is your positive gaming and Xbox One community. What does positive gaming mean? You ask. Well. It's simply a ga- talking about gaming or enjoying games with a positive outlook on life. That's it. That's it. Simple. Positive <clears throat> positive gaming, baby. That's all that it is. As always, I'm joined by the bros, the X1 bros, first and foremost. He's Mr. McSpicy, Mark Haywood. Trying to figure out my mics. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Mr. McSpicy, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. You had to play a lot of Fortnite this week, did you not? Yeah, I played. That's pretty much all I played, actually. How, how was it? I know you played with Mad Shot a little bit. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really good. Mad Shot and Dainty. We, I think for a while, we had like a three winning streak. Oh, three games in a row. In a row. Oh, yeah, that's squads. Hot. I think that was the that was the beginning of the week. Then it all went downhill from there. But uh, no, it's fun. I, uh, I got to be honest, that game's hard. That game is hard. Yes. And it's frustrating. There are lots of times I get super frustrated. Uh, if you want to get better at video games, you cannot blame lag and you cannot blame anything other than your own play. That's yeah. how you get better. But it's at some of the things that I've experienced bouncing through walls, rubber I mean, banding. You, sh- you showed me the video where you clearly shot through the guy like 50 times. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard not to when there's obviously, you know, a couple of issues there. But I've always I've always struggled with shotgun play in any game. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's your that's your issue with breakout. In Halo, Halo Five, yes, the shotgun and gears. Gears is really hard for me because the shotgun is a crucial part of that PvP. Yeah, and uh, I would say the shotgun in Fortnite is sixty percent of getting wins. It's mm. really important mm-hmm. to know how to play shotgun. So. I'm trying to learn how to shotgun. Well, it makes sense then why like a mad shot is pretty good at it. He's a gears, a heavy gears player. Yeah. There's shotgun play in that a lot. You know, it's makes it's, sense why Ninja is really good. Shotguns in, in Halo. He's an ex pro Halo player. Yeah, yeah. It's just I. It's just my style has always been medium range. Sure. Uh, and not even necessarily long range. Although I feel like I am fairly decent with snipers, but it's just every every gun play in that every time you engage. It ends up being, not every time, probably nine out of ten times it ends up being close range. And so shotguns are key. And it's just, it's hard for me to learn a, a, a style of gameplay that is, you know, outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. It's it's very difficult to learn sh- how to how to do that. So that's what I've been, I've been trying to practice. I've actually gotten really good at building. I, for a while, I was going into Wailing Woods right off the bat and just b- practicing building. Uh, quick building, so I'm I got building down now. I'm fast. That's and, good, you know, because that's that's key in that game. Yeah, that's that's I would say twenty five to thirty percent mm. of that of that game. Yeah. The other ten percent is a mix between <laughs> snipers, assault rifles, yeah. and positioning and all that stuff. But sh- shotguns are huge in that game. So that's there you go. We got a great show for you today, guys. We have Andrew from the Level Up Hold show. On. Hold on, oh. you never talked to Jordan. I know. I'm. I don't. I got it. Oh. Yeah. You, oh. you got me out of my mojo <laughs> here. You ruined my flow. <laughs> no, I ruined we got Andrew again. from the I'm Level sorry. Up show here today to talk to you guys. He's going to share his experience about going full-time streaming and what it takes to go full-time. So stay tuned for that. Jordan, how was your week? What it did was, you do? It was good. I, I played Xbox. <laughs> yeah, very good. Now, did so, you hop into a lot of Fortnite? Or no, you were no, you well, so I, the Darwin I, Project. I played, I played Fortnite and I played the Darwin Project. Yes. And it was fun. They're both fun. 
Um, and then I actually played the division for a little bit. Oh, back into the division because because of all the talk. Yeah, because of all the talk that we brought up about it last week. Yeah, yeah. So I played it, and after I played it, I was I got a couple weapons and stuff, and then I just kind of jumped over to Destiny and played that the rest of the week. Yeah, yeah. Now division. It's cause, just, you told me Division caused you to jump over to Destiny. Yeah, it, well, it's just because I like the sci-fi theme a little bit better, yeah. you know? And I was thinking, I think we were talking about this, why don't they just take Division and make it sci-fi? I mean, they had Ghost Recon uh, Future Soldier, which is coming to backward compatibility, by the way. Now, was there any aliens or anything in Ghost well, Recon no, Future Well, no, but I mean... But that's more sci-fi-ish. Yeah. You can do well, dystopia, like, you know, end-of-world stuff. People roid up on stuff, like yeah. Bane, you know, that's... Yeah. That's sci-fi-ish. What's, what's the movie with the guy on the front of the truck playing the guitar? Mad Max. Mad Max. Why can't you Mad Max it? Yeah. <laughs> Mad Max or Waterworld it. Yeah. Dude, I've always... I want to be that guitar guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really do. I've, I think I've said that before. That is a cool role. Yeah. No, but yeah, I, so I, I've yet to play the Curse of Osiris DLC, so I played a couple missions into that. And just, it just, just it Mad just, Max it. it. It hooks you back in, man. It's just because they raised the level cap to 25, yeah. plus they raised the power level, so mm. you're just grinding for gear. Here's the question. Can Division and Division 2 go sci-fi? McSpicy, you are knowledgeable with the Tom Clancy novels. Yeah. The Division carrying the Tom Clancy name, is it possible for it to move more in the direction of Destiny? Uh, no. Not like not like dragons and big space alien fights with fire and all the lore that comes with that, having witches and stuff like that. That's, yeah. Because Tom Clancy novels is based in reality, mm-hmm. you know, and and that 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 can't. They, I mean, they would have to. I mean, really though, the division is not necessarily in any story that Tom Clancy has made. But you'll notice it has a real feel to it. Yeah, it's it's realistic. It you can understand it. It's not like wizards and and all that stuff. Because Destiny has wizards. They Destiny, float around Destiny and they shoot at you. This is true. They also have they witches. They have witches. They yes. have witches too. <laughs> they have it all. They have big old dragon aliens yeah. that destroy you. Yeah. Clancy, if you're in the Clancy umbrella, it's not going to be. You could, I mean, they could. Could you go back and Tron it up via 1980s if you went back to the 1980s type of style here? And, oh, have them like have a hacker get beamed into the yeah, computer. War games, yeah. war game it, slash yeah. Tron. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's their prerogative to do whatever. I mean, they could Tom do- Clancy passed away like 10 years ago. Yeah. So yeah, does, let's go. Let's go for <laughs> they, it. They, they have the name. They have the IP. Really, it's... Yeah. Well, I think... Here's the thing. Whatever they want. Here's the thing. I don't have a problem with the realistic look, but I do think there is something to be said. Like, Jordan said he jumped he was just playing division made him want to play destiny yeah because of the colorful well, well, it's excitement just destiny i mean i think destiny nails gear and weapons right mm-hmm. and same thing with like world of warcraft you get a cool piece of item yeah. you want to show it you're like oh yeah look at that. having said that division division does do a good job with min maxing because it's down to the to no the, no i, I think i think all that. their systems are good and all that stuff but it's just I, I don't know. Lore. I, I you, want, that, you want the big I, I flamboyant think, well, weapon. No, well, no, it doesn't have to be. I just think they can go in that sci-fi directions like Future Soldier did. Okay. I given Future Soldier wasn't like super way in the future, but they still kind of yeah. gave you a little bit more freedom to do a couple different things. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. I get that. You guys might be wondering why we've got Easter Bunny baskets on our table here, and we would like to say a special thank you 
to Mr. Matthew yeah. Goldsmith, a.k.a. Discretion. His wife made these for Amelia and Daniel, that is Jordan's son and my daughter, for Easter, just to say thank yeah. you for positive gaming. His wife and I think mother-in-law made these to say thank you for positive gaming and, and to keep it up. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, no, those are great. Mrs. Goldsmith, thank you. These are awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited to take this home and, and show my wife. She'll, yeah. be, she'll be stunned. These are really cool, really cool stuff. And it's given me an idea of like, Family projects that we could do in the future because it's really it's simple but cool how it's done. Yeah, right. Yeah, very cool. Anyways, big thank you. If you want to send us, if you want to send us any gifts, <laughs> <laughs> we'll take them. We'll, we'll take them. PO Box nine eight four Farmington Utah eight four zero two five. That's PO Box nine eight four Farmington Utah eight four zero two five. If you're in Discord, there it is. Speaking of Discord, not Discord Mixer. If you're in Mixer, there it is. Speaking of Mixer, come and join us every Friday night live on stream. Over at Mixer.com forward slash X1 Bros. It's a good time. I also stream Monday through Friday, 7.30 Eastern to 8, no, to 9.30 Eastern. Mm -hmm. Man, Mm -hmm. those Eastern times throw me off. 7.30 to 9.30 Eastern, Monday through Friday. Come and check us out there. This week, I played Monster Hunter. Mm -hmm. I did the challenge for the glasses. I got the goggles, the flash in a pan. Oh, nice. I'll do it with you guys so you can get them. I think it's still up there. It's it's limited. (laughs) Flash in a pan mission. That's what it is. It's an arena mission that we've got to do, and it's because it's the monster that flashes you. And there's three of them in the arena, and you've got to kill them before before the time. Yeah, before the time runs out. Oh, I don't even know if it's timed. I don't think it's time. I think you just got to kill them. It would before the faints. You have a certain amount of faints. I like the arena because you get the preset characters, which is kind of fun. No, this is your own. Oh, it's your own. You go in with your own character. Yeah. Wait, isn't it only two people still? Is it only two people? No, we went. I went in with three. Did they like change everything since I played last? Uh, they I'm might have. Confused. Yes. Anyways, I had a great time doing the flash in a pan and getting the goggles. I can't remember what the quest, what the goggles are called, but it's basically black sunglasses. Yeah. And their their thing is to prevent flash stuns. So if you put those bad boys on, you don't get flash stuns. It doesn't prevent like when they roar. No. It? No, no, I don't think so. They gotta get flash ear plugs. They gotta get flash plugs. <laughs> flash plugs. Yeah. <laughs> flash plugs for that. I played some Monster Hunter. I played some Darwin Project. That's a fun game. Let me tell you about the Darwin Project. I think this is the next I think it I think if they support it right it could be the next big game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jordan, you had a chance to play this. Yeah, no, I I liked it. I liked the uh, intimacy. And Miss Spicy, did you play that, or you you watched exactly. it? You watched I, a lot of streamers. I, yeah, I've watched a lot of streamers including yourself play Okay, I've come up with three reasons Darwin Project will be bigger than Fortnite and PUBG. Oh shit. Here are my three bigger? reasons. Okay. That Darwin Project will be bigger than Fortnite and PUBG. If they support it right. But here are my three reasons. Okay. Number one. Reason number one. Simplified strategy of crafting. So McSpicy had mentioned you don't like games where you have to stretch uh, craft like The Calling. The Calling did it. Yeah. And that bugged me. That made me not like that game. Yeah. And in this game, all it is is wood and leather. Well, and electronics. But electronics is the corporate cornucopia that's what they throw down everybody goes for the electronic because that's what gives, it you, gives your main, you your shield gives you, gives you your main yeah. weapons yeah but it's just leather and it's just wood and it you have to decide what to make and so it adds this strategy but just having two things that you're collecting and then deciding what to make for instance one of the most expensive things is sharpening your axe or getting armor both super valuable armor takes away all damage on your first hit it breaks it so it's only a one-time use but one, takes all damage away. That gives you a huge advantage. Yeah, especially. But if you had to have an axe, it adds twenty five plus twenty five to each time you do it. You can level it up five times to just do monster damage. Yeah, there's six. But it uses a ton. Up, it's right? three and three of each. So three wood and three leather, and that's not. That's a big. That's a big number. 
So it adds it adds the strategy, and it's super simple, and I like that strategy. Every every game is like, ah, what decision do I make? And then when I lose, and I lose a lot, I think back, and I think I made that wrong decision right yeah. there. That was the wrong strategy that game. So I like the simplified reason number one, simplified strategy of crafting. Your reason number two, streaming interaction. The fact that you it's it's like the Hunger Games. The fact that you can you can send in. First aid kits, energy drinks, like with warm coffee stuff. with chat. Yeah. Yes, with if you're, with, if you're streaming it with with streamers. Also, as a now, director, now they it, can vote on what, as a director, what items yeah. you drop, where yeah. you place things on the map, and, what sections you close down on the map. And the director is like the general role in Battlefield Four, right? Where yeah. yes. someone's on the toilet on their phone and just the sending director stuff in. is the games maker in Hunger yeah. Games. That's yeah. what you are. You are playing now. It. The the PC has like full access to this. Are, are there any limitations on the Xbox? Like for example, um, when I watch people on the PC as the director, they went yep. in and talked to people. Yeah, you can talk. Xbox. Now the only thing you can't do is wow. just the chat interaction. Correct. Yeah. You no no. So you can't talk to yet people yet. That's not yet on the Xbox. That's only on PC. Yeah, right now. it's yeah. coming to Xbox. But yeah, so you can talk. So what I've seen people do in streams as director is come in and be like, "Hey, what was the uh, number one selling movie in 1984?" If you know this, I'll, I'll warm you up right now. Yeah. And when <laughs> no, the when the player awesome. when the player That's can't answer, they're like, "Oh, cool. see you later," and they like, like oh, punish them. Later. Yeah. It's they go to the so wow. cool. But that adds this this really cool, especially from a and it's fun to be director, and you get rewarded for being director. So everybody wants to be a director. It's just as fun being director, in my opinion. Yeah. As now being how? a player. So, anyways, this adds to the that esport entertainment yeah. factor. It's so fun to watch that interaction. How does the, uh, how does the director role? I mean, how does it go work on? How does it? Because I haven't played it on Xbox the director okay. role yet. How does it work on Xbox since you can't chat? And so you're just you're doing vote? all the same you, you stuff. Just, you, you just, just don't just, have that interaction yet. It's okay, coming. So you, you can't you ask them baseball trivia from the fifties. Yeah. Yeah. from the fifties. So yeah. you you instead of so basically the only thing the Xbox doesn't have is you don't have the interaction with the players, uh, voice and, chat, and then the and the, the stream, mixer can't the mixer actually. Can't. Okay, so there's only two things not in there yet. Yeah, but everything else you just everything else is in there and it's and it's great. But number two, streaming and interaction. So number one, simplified strategy of crafting. Number two, streaming interaction, which is huge. I mean, that makes it like the Hunger Games. Yeah. And last but not least, only having 10 players in a game is my number three reason. I think it's a sweet spot. It's so fun. It's so fast. And the map is perfect size. And size. And instead of this general circle closing, they close off quadrants. It's each. There's a hexagon, basically, in each of the areas. And they close off does, different quadrants. Does the director choose which one's closing? So or it happens automatically. The crowd. It, yeah. Oh, oh. So it happens automatically, and then the director gets two that he can close and a nuke. And let me tell you, <laughs> the nuke... So when it counts down in an area... Isn't that District 13? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when it counts down and an area closes, all that happens is you can freeze to death really fast. And it's basically... Like, it's, it's almost an instant kill. It's not quite. If you're close enough, you can get it. Yeah. But... You can freeze to death extra fast if an area is closed. You can still go in it and stuff, which is fatal. But a nuke, if a nuke goes off and you're in there, it's insta-death. So directors yeah. can get three or four kills, and directors are rewarded with experience for getting those kills. It's it's so awesome. But having 10 players and the map is is such a good size, it's it's the sweet spot. Mm -hmm. It's it's nice not having this, oh, 100 other players that I have to worry about. Only 10. I think it's built for esports. I think it's super exciting. I think it's... It's super engaging, especially as someone that's streaming. When I stream this game, it's super engaging, and I think it's super fun to watch, in my opinion. And I think that's why, if this is supported correctly, this this will be bigger yeah. than 
the dark or sorry, no, the PUBG it's, and Fortnite. It's a lot of fun. I played a few rounds. I got to second place. I've yet to win, but I've got to second place. Yeah, in a couple rounds. I like. Uh, you don't need to worry, but it, it's 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 your bow or your melee. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's only it's like you said. I like the simplicity of it. Yeah, McSpicy and watching it was it fun to watch? Not disagree with my analysis. You gotta watch the uh, game makers. They're, they're <laughs> are they fun pretty to, cool? Because yeah, oh, they go okay. in and they talk to people. Hey. <laughs> uh, that would be fun. I n- I've never seen a game maker go in. Um, at this point, I mean, it's interesting to watch just because I like the battle royale, you know, yeah. player unknown style of game. It's obviously preview, you know. So yeah. I like. The the running animation kind of throws me off a little bit because it's so intense. Yeah, it is. It is all the time. Well, and wait till you like get the speed boots. <laughs> oh yeah, the speed. The sp- oh, so ready? I used to go armor every time. No, speed boots are the most valuable thing because since you're with your axe, being able you can run circles around people mm-hmm. if you're fully mm-hmm. maxed out on those speed boots. Yeah, uh, as this game progresses, I can see it. I can see it uh, being able to hold its own. Right now, though, I still think. Battle Royale, or yeah, uh, Fortnite is probably the king. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't think there's a question about that. But, well, because so building, there's a counterplay to everything you do in Battle Royale. Mm. Meaning, if someone's building stairs, you can actually block the stairs and mm. it's quick thinking and, yeah. and a whole bunch of stuff. It's like a game of chess. Mm. Whereas, like PUBG, for example, which I still I love that game, I love PUBG there's nothing there are counterplays but you can just be caught with your pants down and just be dead yeah you, you know what i mean yeah. i i feel like battle royale because of the building has a huge edge well see and that's where i think that instead of building it's crafting yeah. in this that and it's it's well, deciding even- so cuz because i select what i select for my outload is i select teleport i select camouflage and i select uh arena and the arena when you when you pop your arena bubble, people can't enter and people can't leave. So if I'm chasing someone, I pop it and hit them with try to hit them with the sword. Usually I end up dying and it backfires because they turn around but, and just whack you. But you can yeah. you can use other things to count. Ca- you can have radar detection. You can have resource detection if you want to bubble pop those. Your bubble that, shields. Yeah. I also use. I mean, you can your speed. I use the speed boots, but you can use because tra- you can track people in this game. That's something Dude, else. I, if you can look at what someone's what someone's let's say someone chopped down a tree, I can come over. I can look at it, and for 30 seconds, it shows me where you're at on the map. And then I can follow your footprints if your footprints are still in the snow, yeah. stuff like that. If someone's putting up fire to survive, it, it, tele, you know, it televises. By the way, I love when someone pops a bubble and gets whacked because they're like a golf ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just go flying. Because the bubble protects you against the axe. It does not protect you against arrows. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I wasted a lot of bubbles then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think. Wait, or, the bubble doesn't protect you from... Arrows? It's only it's one or the other, and I think it's axe. I think it. Does yeah, because you you go from, flying it you when from you axe, when you get whacked with the axe or the snow shovel. But arrows are use. freaking hard. Yeah, they are to shoot in this game, and I also like that that it's only shooting. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I think if it's I think if it's supported right, also I think it will go free to play. I think it's going to follow the same model as Fortnite, which is huge. That right now you pay for preview. And then we'll be free to play. So I think this game will eventually be free to play, which will just boost it up. I think that would just might be the new model. And it's built just tell for, people your early access and charge. And them, it's and built. Then eventually, it's built for cosmetics. They're not there right now, but it's a fantasy game. You there, have there, yeah, there's you there's a there couple you can like change the color of your jumpsuit. And I've seen people with a few like different hats and stuff. Right? No, no, or no it's just you can change your arrow skin and you can go from Maybe that was axe it, to yeah. a shovel. I switched back to the axe because the shovel throws me off. I like the shovel. shovel's too big and lurpy. <laughs> 
<laughs> whacking someone with a shovel and go. Yeah. I go back to the axe. If you want to support the show, guys, you can do so over on Patreon. If you like positive gaming, if you want to see this community grow, which it is every each and every single day, if you want to see new features in the community, then please head over to patreon.com forward slash X1 bros. It's there that we're able. It's expensive to run the community. It's expensive to to run the podcast, to get everything that we need, and to constantly expand and improve and impress. <laughs> and we're extremely grateful for everybody who takes the time to pledge, to pledge to us each and every month over on Patreon. So if you like what we're doing, if you like our message, please head over there and pledge today. You are entered. If Anyone that pledges is entered to win a mug and a game each month. So do that today. x1bros.com forward slash support or patreon.com forward slash positive gaming we have a community play tomorrow it's battlefield one apocalypse yeah. jordan unfortunately is going to miss it but me and yeah. mr mcspicy will be there tearing it up like it's 1999 yeah do i have apocalypse i don't i don't know if i do i think i bought jordan it for, bought it for you. you guys remember yeah You're so we've, nice we've played it already yeah, remember? yeah yeah we, we played have played it, remember? it already yeah. okay all right uh, remember uh, the map where we were trying to take d and d kept getting overran yeah. all the time it was insanity yeah because yeah, it's the yeah. game mode what's it called assault conquest where one team starts with everything and you got to push forward yeah, yeah that's a cool mode that's a good mode uh Anyways, community well, yeah, play each and every week. Uh, first, sure not each and every week. Sorry, first and third Saturday of every month. We're undecided on what's the next community play is going to be. But tomorrow's is Battlefield One Apocalypse, and by the next, I mean the community play after that. We're undecided, but we'll let you guys know. But just schedule that first and third Saturday of every month is community play time. It's going to be a grand time. And with that, let's get this show on the road. Uh, I pressed the button. Oh, there it is. That was a huge there delay. It is. That was big time delay. <laughs> Jordan, what is happening in the world that is X1 Bros this week? Uh, a lot. <laughs> Sorry, not X1 Bros, Xbox One. Man, it's just one uh, of those days. A lot days. more in that one. <laughs> so, all right. So last week we talked about Inside Xbox. They had we their did. first, well, they, they had their first episode this week. Not first episode, but they're, they're back. Yeah. This week. It was a good episode. They talked about a lot of stuff. Let me tell you what they talked about. Boom. David, right. they actually talked about uh, FreeSync. Oh, yeah. AMD FreeSync. This is so, the monitor that the, I wanted with the FreeSync, uh, yes, but I the, did not get it. The Xbox One S and the Xbox One X will support uh, FreeSync. FreeSync. AMD FreeSync. AMD FreeSync. It's coming out on... Now, this is... It, so the Xbox One X and Xbox One S will support this uh, when it when it fully comes out and everything. Uh, you do have to have a capable monitor, a monitor that has FreeSync, so you have to have compatible stuff with each other. Yeah. Uh, what this does is the monitor matches the refresh rate of your console, uh, and that's basically it. It prevents less tearing, uh, less jolt. You know, it's a very smooth experience. It is so because it the monitor and your console sync Just up. Make sure it's Hence always the name, on point. They sync up and uh, they just the, I, the refresh I see rate what is they consistent. Did there. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it prevents screen tearing. It gives you just a really smooth experience. So that is coming. Well, we knew that was coming. They talked about it and they uh, they actually had the guys from AMD on. Boom. And they uh, they sounded like smart people. They are so, smart yeah. people over there at AMD. I feel like when you get into processors and stuff, you're just you're just generally smart. <laughs> so, very cool. They also announced the share to Twitter. You're thinking, Jordan, I can already share stuff, but you can't share it directly to Twitter. Now you, now can. you can. Boom, baby. Um, straight well, from your it's, dashboard. It's coming straight. Well, straight from when you take a picture. Oh, yeah. now that is a game changer. You can I like hit that share, and then you can hit Twitter, and you obviously put in your information. Major Nelson on Inside Xbox demoed it. It automatically puts a a uh, couple hashed, I th- 
Probably there's hashtag two hashtags. Xbox One, maybe. Well, it does hashtag Xbox Share or something okay, like that. So okay. it does that hashtag. And I think there was one more, and I think it was the game he was playing or something like that. I don't know. Was, I forget which one it was, but it did put some hashtags for you. And of course, you can add all your cute, fun stuff and do what you need to do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with the characters. So is this a reason for me to get the chat pad? It might be. So that I can quickly, yeah. hey guys, check out my sweet scene. Yeah. Boom. Post. And then what it does, if you look at it, it just goes straight to Twitter. It doesn't give you the link anymore like okay. it, it used to yeah. and stuff like that. It show, like If you take a screenshot, it'll show the full screenshot Boom. what you straight wrote. There. Yeah, right there yeah, on that's Twitter. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. Very cool. Also, uh, Xbox One will be supporting auto low latency mode, again, on supported TVs that have that mode Ooh, as well. Boom, baby. The Edge browser. We've actually uh, been discussing this. Uh, we have been discussing, discussing this. Let this. me tell you why we've been discussing this out there in Radio Land. Because Chrome freaking sucks. That's right, <laughs> Google. Get your together, man. It's terrible. Chrome it's heavy. is pissing me off like nobody's business lately. I fire up Chrome and I hear my computer wind up like a jet leaving a runway. <laughs> That's <Just> true. <laughs> That's true. And then I check resources and Chrome is hogging almost everything. Yeah. Everything. It's heavy. I, I could be running... It's big. That's originally why I went to Chrome in the first place years light. ago because it was lightweight. Yeah. And we just want a lightweight browser that doesn't, uh, you I know. I could be editing videos, playing a game at Ultra Graphics, and my computer's running fine, but I fire up Chrome <laughs> and it <laughs> struggles. <laughs> it just bogs it down. Like you have to start that gas engine. Chrome, it's like, do I have a virus? No, you just have Chrome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's why I went to Chrome too. Because remember, I was on Mo- I was on Mozilla, and then Mozilla got so super Mo- heavy. I originally went to Mozilla because it was lightweight. Yeah, and then that sucker bulked Mo- up. Like Mozilla was, was like, 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 look at us. <laughs> like seven. They do seven have kids uh, later, and they that do thing, have the, that thing was. Huge. They do have the new version of Mozilla, which I think is pretty light. Yeah, yeah. I, th- so, I think they've, but, yeah, they've they- preferred it back now. <laughs> but Chrome's kicking my computer's trash all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sh- it's a shame. Yeah, yeah. so Edge. So I, I really like I I like the functionality of Chrome. It does it work? Everything just works. But now it's now it's everything heavy. works really hard. Like even on our streaming PC that we got now, I'm running chat and uh, other things on Edge now because we have so much running on that PC. And this PC is a beast. Yeah. But yeah. you throw Chrome in the mix, and it it's like Edge. Rrr. Edge runs. I've tested it. This is scientific David testing. Oh. Mm-hmm. Edge runs thirty to forty percent lighter. Than Chrome, and when Edge Dude, is when Edge is just stationary, that's forty pounds. When Edge is just stationary, it's down. <laughs> that's, that's forty. That's a lot. When yeah. Edge is just stationary, it's almost nothing. But when Google Chrome is stationary, it stays up there. I don't freaking understand it. Because they're searching your computer. And I even went through your... and turned off the like don't pre don't preview load things. Blah blah blah. Yeah. You know you can switch those settings. No, doesn't help at all. It's because they're searching your computer to sell freaking your information. Chrome, they really are. They're like, <laughs> yeah. hey, let us help help you. You're not helping me. You're just stealing my information. To sell it to Coles. <laughs> Anyways, what what else? What, <laughs> right there. That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. So anyway, yeah. Edge on the Xbox. So this is this is not Edge itself. Well, it is Edge, but not like the, you know, on your computer. On the Xbox, yep. they are not necessarily revamping it, but they're changing it in a way to make it a lot more console friendly. Okay. So it still looks the same-ish, oh, okay. but it's just, it, it really is a little bit more console friendly. So you still have the mouse that you scroll around, but it's more snapping 
I like that. Like it, you can still support. scroll it, like you, or you can still move it like a mouse. But aim what it does assist. is it aim actually, yeah, on. essentially, yeah, it's aim, aim, aim assist. assist on a browser. Yeah, the aim assist to the browser. Yeah, because <laughs> when you move it and you get close, it kind of snaps to the oh, things that you, okay, you know, yeah. to, to make it more, you know, and controller friendly. And actually, I bought my wife's uh, design controller. You know, the design labs. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I bought it on the Xbox in the browser. Oh, and I was able to do all the spinning things with the controller to look at oh, stuff. Oh, very cool. It worked pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean. The last time I used a browser on a console, I think was Dreamcast. The Dreamcast. <laughs> I actually think it was the Dreamcast, and that didn't run too well. Yeah. But uh, no, yeah. So. so they're saying it's the the edge on the Xbox is supposed to look more like and more and feel like Edge on Windows, right? Where it's just kind of it's easy to use. But one the one feature I did notice is, and they talked about it, is how it kind of the mouse kind of snaps, which is which is nice. Another two cool new features from your console browser. You can download and upload files. Oh. So check this out. Say uh, say you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm tired of this achievement there on my uh, desktop uh, or on my on my background. Let me go into Edge and just search cool images. You can download an image straight from Edge and then save it to your console. Okay. And have it uh, and then just make that your so screen. So I can check or my email and get attachments and stuff? Maybe. Technically, I think that's what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So here, let me let me Pull read up it to some you. PDFs. You can also download and upload files, including pictures and videos, directly to your Xbox One or attached storage device. For example, if you find a great picture online that you'd like to use as your Xbox One background, you can download the image with Edge and set it as your custom background. Boom! Yeah. I like that. So that's very interesting. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And I'm they find on, some on cool the, a- images then. Yeah. <laughs> Um, on inside xbox <laughs> on inside xbox they actually kind of showed he saved it to his external drive and stuff oh, okay. you're gonna have to rate an 18 plus yeah. on your no, screen no 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 you're gonna have to turn on the safe search or something <laughs> That's but true. uh yeah so they they kind of demoed it on inside xbox it was really cool the last kind of uh xbox console is their or update is uh share controller on mixer was announced now check oh, this out while okay. you're streaming david you can say hey hey mcspicy you're watching take the wheel you you oh. be the gas, I'll be the brake. Oh yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can give control to your mixer viewers. I like that now, a lot. Really? Now they did talk about you can't give them full control because you know then you'll have that PlayStation incident the where PlayStation. the guy deleted three Destiny where characters guy for that virtual rape someone. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh geez, that was so sad. Yeah, that really was. The, so I don't think uh, they they talked about you can't give full control, and I'm sure mixer has some fail safes in place where if someone's doing something retarded, so, you can just cut them off, right? So but wait, they do have this uh, share so, controller. So you can share controller with chat. So would that be because you know how some of the streamers they throw up like. Um, sounds and stuff. Oh, remember sparks. Twitch plays Pokemon? Do you, uh-huh. Did you guys ever yeah. see that? Yeah. So you could technically do something like that with a console. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let me let me do read you, you what select they said. an individual streamer is that, uh-huh. or an individual user, or you can give it to chat. Okay, so oh, I'll be like, hey, hey, David, drive for a bit. Okay. I gotta go get a drink. Okay, I got this. I got this. Well, okay, so well, I guess I guess <laughs> you're you, playing I, I Dance Dance Revolution. So you, you can. Sh- <laughs> From what I understand, and I might be wrong, but you can you can share it with chat. But it, I think you can only pick one viewer at a time. Okay, I like, to, I like that to do that because what happens is the viewer on their PC, uh, yeah. when picked uh, to help control, uh, an on-screen virtual controller will pop up. Or if and they you have to have, click it with their yeah, mouse. Or if you have your own controller that can link to your PC, you can use that as well. So that's that's interesting. That's very cool. You could you could probably not play a shooter. Because like one be guy like be the iron sights delay. and one guy be the... <laughs> that would be a cool Dude, challenge. No, you play. should actually you should do that. We, I'm gonna do that. That'll be yeah. my streaming goal. Test I'm gonna it, stream. Baby. No, no, I'm mm. gonna go controller halvesies. 
Okay. And what I'm going to do is That's I'm going to play through I'm going to play through Halo. Okay. I got it. I'm going to play it. through Halo. I control the left half of the controller and we're talking from jewel, right? The center jewel right over. down somewhere. Yeah, okay. jewel over. So, so I you, control the left half. You got access to the back button. Oh and, and, my. No, you got access every, to the start. You're going to be so yeah, frustrated. No, no, no. This is going to be crazy. And then, you know, every 30 minutes we'll switch off viewers. The other viewer has control of the uh, right <laughs> side of the controller. You're going to be and we so go through the journey together. And we'll, uh, and we'll, we should play like... No, you should I was going to say playing. Mario Kart, but that's no, on the Nintendo. No, so. no, I've got the game you should play with this. <laughs> yeah? Kingdom Come Deliverance. Oh, lock picking. <laughs> because <laughs> lock picking, <laughs> decision, the decisions that you make. Oh, yeah. Some other dudes Henry. making the decisions. <laughs> and you're like, oh, dang it. Why'd you pick that? You're getting mad uh, at people. Son of a... Henry. Henry. So that is uh, that's really cool. So let's uh, talk about Sea of Thieves. Oh, Sea of Thieves! That hype. is coming up. The hype train is here. It's real. So uh, they talked a lot about Sea of Thieves on this Inside Xbox episode. Let's just go through some of the features. So feature number one: the respawn system has been updated. Uh, now, when you die or oh, perish yeah. after your sh- after okay, if you perish after your ship sunk, uh-huh. you will respawn on a new ship away from the away from that okay. area. Okay, I appreciate that. So that's that's nice. That is nice. Wait, wait, wait. So if you died, if you died while your ship sank, yes. you will be respawn on a new ship away from that area. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. All right. So it's basically we can now take over ships. Thank goodness, because what was the point before? Well, yeah. you would you drive off with someone's ship and they'll I, appear. But the thing they is. Appear. Oh, do we not know? Is this causing this is blowing? Well, because it says no. It says <laughs> it says now if you perish after your ship is sunk. Oh, it's only after it's you sunk. will respawn on a new ship away from the scene after your watery demise. Right? Oh, okay, okay. So I think it's, it's so only it's if you not take when you down capture one. It's when you blow one up. Yeah, but they do need to fix that capturing. Like maybe there's a point on the ship that if someone actually captures, you can't respawn there anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, very cool. Also, um, you know how I talked about? So I actually played the last beta last week. Um, you know how I talked about how I like customizing characters? They are they have a somewhat character customization. You don't have full control. Um, they basically what they do is they give you a wheel of five characters, five pirates that you can search over, and you can refresh them. You're like, oh, I don't like these guys. You refresh them, and it gives you a new set of five. So you can really kind of pick the pirate uh, that you want to be. And the reason they did that is because they didn't want generic kind of. They wanted something that you can only get and see a thieves you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. they wanted that pop out their pirates so you can get all different sorts of pirates but what's cool is if say you like one pirate out of the wheel of five you can actually save that pirate and then switch out the four or whatever right and you can kind of get a a mugshot lineup almost of uh, of all your pirates there and you can finally pick one and log in and i like that and do very i was cool, always so. a fat lady yeah and you can you can pick her you can still be here so we also got uh, City Skylines coming to Whoa. Game Pass next month. Excellent. Which is very cool. City Skylines is so much Pixar. fun. I'm so excited for everybody. So excited. They for talked everybody. about Pixar on Xbox, on Inside Xbox. Pixar is, okay. is, is hilarious. Pixar? What is it? Ark. Uh-huh. Minecraft. Oh. Style <laughs> graphics. Oh. <laughs> that yeah. is hilarious. So basically what happened, I guess, Ark. Survival. Yeah. Well, kind of, well, it's like, it's it's pixels, right? It's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Basically kind of what happened is they wanted the Ark to be a little bit more kid-friendly for the younger viewers, and they kind of started doing this, but they found that a lot of people just started playing it in their internal <laughs> testing because it's it's hilarious. So like, <laughs> And it's the same thing. Like You go through the exact same process you would in Ark. It's just the entire graphics scheme mm-hmm. yeah, is yeah. changed to like pixel and stuff. And like you're, it's more that's, building. Yeah, it, it's hilarious. Awesome. It's hilarious. That's so, actually really it looks really cool. really cool. They announced it. Uh, it's coming out uh, March 27th, so not too far. Very nice. 
And uh, last yeah. but not least, is that everything? That's that was well. That was in the Xbox. That was in the show? inside Xbox. There's a lot of cool stuff there. The next one is in April, so we got one next month. Yeah, I'm glad they're doing these. And like I said last week, someone in someone in Discord had mentioned they think this is basically Xbox taking on a Nintendo Direct, which I think is so smart. Why wait or why why allow third party news sites to discuss your news release? Yeah. and then insert their own opinion or assertions or guesses. Why not just control it from top to bottom? You have that power now with social media, with how social uh, and connected the console is right now. Yeah. Why not just do that? Why not just control it? And in-house? if you haven't seen it, they do have the vid docs on YouTube where you know you can go find them. It's really cool. I do have to say one more thing. They did yeah. some giveaways, right? Okay. Um, there's golden bananas that they're giving. They they're doing like contests for to give away, and you know for Sea of Thieves, yeah. golden bananas, which is really cool. But check this out. Yeah. Xbox One X mm-hmm. gold. Mm. Like not the color gold, real twenty four karat gold, like gold. Dude, if you're gonna so make cool. a time machine, why not do it in style? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and so Major Nelson came out with his cool white gloves oh, and he showed it off, oh. and it was like it was real twenty four karat gold Xbox One X. <laughs> that there, I forget what you actually had to so do. Awesome. I should have remembered, but I forget what you actually had to do. It was really cool though. Before but, we move on to the next story, this just in in ESO guilds, we have a guild now. Jordan is the guild master. You are actually the guild master now, aren't you? Am I? I thought I changed it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm the guild master because <laughs> I mean, have, we're all officers and can do whatever we want. There are there are up. others in in it act currently active in ESO. There are others active in ESO currently who are asking to become officers ah. so that they can invite others to yes. ESO is making a huge comeback, especially yeah. in our community. Yeah. Lately, so I didn't realize I was the killed. I think you are. I'll double check. We'll double check. Yeah, you're the gatekeeper. You I'm the, the gatekeeper. We will. We will get you in there. Head over to MMO oh, on man. Discord, where you can on the MMO channel. That's Bong games like Bang. Monster Hunter. That's games like ESO. Would you like some cotton candy? My, my wife just brought in some cotton candy. That does look good. I'll have some a little bit later. Keep talking about whatever you're talking yeah. about. I'll eat. Anyways, head over to Discord. Chat us up there. Games 24-7. But we have an MMO channel specifically. Now, when BDL comes out, Black Desert Online, let me tell you, I'm going to be all about that. Which, Black Desert Online did just get their official website, Xbox website up. Yes, did you see on that? On March 14th. Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. Blowing my mind. Let's talk about that right now. Boom. Go. Let's go there. The Xbox website is now up for, for Black Desert for Online. Black Desert Online. It's, are, you, are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just there's Black Desert Online and then there's Xbox. Well, there's forums. There's forums. <laughs> yeah, specific yeah, and you can talk about it. Specific so for it. basically, we didn't get like a release date. No, not of yet. Of course, but I, if they put out a website, they're serious about something. You know, you don't yeah. just you don't just make those. No, you, you know, just don't make. You, a you don't just make one and throw it up and announce it on no. Twitter. I mean, they're serious no. about something. But uh, yeah, the BDO Xbox website is now out. All you have to do is type in you know Black Desert Online uh, console Xbox One. Yeah. It'll pop up. It'll be like the first thing mm-hmm. in search for you there. I'm but really excited cool, yeah. for Black very Desert Online. Very cool. It's got, you'd like David really said, it's got the excited. forums. You can hang out, talk about a little. What I like about Black, Black Desert. Desert Online is the end game in that game is PvP. And that is awesome. There's not, it's not like a traditional huge rating thing. You're literally leveling up to get into a clan. And then it's like world versus world. The The things that happen in, in the world with your clan or your guild affects the economy and everything surrounding it. So awesome, so cool. I'm so excited for Black Desert Online. Mm-hmm. It's going to be my Eve Online. I'm going to lose my life in it. That's yeah, right. very cool, very cool. So be sure to go check out their webpage. If you can't find it, they announced it on Twitter this week. You can kind of just scroll back through their Twitters and check yeah. it out. Okay. But it's very cool. I think I even retweeted it, so you oh, can yeah. even check my Twitter. So, <laughs> yeah. But uh, very cool. Uh, big news for Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. 
they hit five, five million. million players on Xbox. That's which huge. Is very Congratulations. Cool. That is a lot of people. That's five million people. It's a lot of dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there it is. Yeah. Golf clap. Yeah. Golf clap. Congratulations to player and a lot of dollars for all of your success. Very good. Very well cool. Done. And in. In celebration of the uh, five million players, Player Unknown's Battleground is giving out free uh, swag. Oh, boom! To your uh, online avatar, yeah, you get uh, cool giving jackets. You, yeah, cool jackets. Uh, just a couple cosmetic items, which is they're really, cool. really starting to pick up their their game. It seems like yeah. they're ramping up, and it seems like updates are being announced mm-hmm. more often. More cosmetics. Yep. They actually just came out with an optimization patch. Uh, they, I believe this week or they, last. Yeah, they so. see they see how Fortnite has capitalized and are. Are trying to chase competition. This is why competition is so good. It brings out the best in people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very for good. Sure, and sure. also, uh, don't quote me on this, but I think the desert map Miramar mm-hmm. is coming to console. I believe is it next month? Oh, I, I think it might be next month. Don't, don't quote, quote me on, on that, that. But I'm. You know, if it's the, true. If it's, that's I very think it's true. exciting. I think I. I think I heard that somewhere. Yeah, a bunny uh, but yeah, very, very <laughs> cool. So congratulations <laughs> to PUBG, five million players, and that's that's You're going I mean, to Miramar. You you, you got to think. I mean. Fortnite has 5 million players, but Fortnite's free. So this is PUBG's a $30 early access game on Xbox One. And yeah. this is 5 million on Xbox. You know what I mean? This is that's that's Witcher a good number. and Soul Calibur 6 has some big news yeah. that I am so excited for. <laughs> so you know how the uh, fighting games always have guest characters? Yes. Soul Calibur 6 probably this. has the best guest character. Oh man. Geralt of Rivia. The White yeah. Wolf. The White Wolf. And his combat style. lose. His combat. He's gonna win every yeah. fight. It's magic. Well, that's what's so cool about well, his combat style. It's a little bit of melee, a little bit of magic. You know, it's very. But isn't it? It's not real magic. It's like rune magic. Signs. Signs. Yeah, yeah. It's sign. Did you magic. see when he Just uses cool. the like, su- stu- you know, the Jedi mind trick sign and then slaps the guy? <laughs> every that was, that was good. Soul Calibur Six. So I, I've never. Have you guys played a Soul Calibur? I played. I think it was either three or four. The one with Link and Darth Vader and Yoda. That one. Let me ask you this: What makes Soul Calibur? Such a big deal. I don't. I've I've never played it, so uh, I don't know. Game. Yeah, but you have injustice. <laughs> you have Mortal Kombat. You have Killer Instinct. Soul Calibur just seems to be held up as this ultra fighting, fighting game. Games. What makes it? What well, makes it so good? Honestly, they get, there's not they really. Get Geralt. Well, it's that, just that like mean, Darth Vader and Yoda. Like, yeah, and and I will say the style is it now? Is it a 3D fighting game? No, no, some no, of the cutscenes like they were in like 3D. Those were just cutscenes. I'm pretty sure it's. I mean, like Tekken or something. Yeah, it's uh, it's like Mortal Kombat style. I gotta say, I don't think I've played a bad fighting game. That's the truth. So, I think fighting games are just well. I think it's games. really hard to mess up a fighting game. Yeah. Well, I started. My <laughs> so, wife and I started. I mean, look on, at Clay Fighters. That was a great game too. Yeah, yeah we started. Elvis? I think I was awesome. Well, we started doing the injustice too because the cutscenes and the stories that go along with. Yeah, the game I saw you were blow, on there. Blow my mind. In fact, we got through the first cutscene and the story is so intertwined. I think with the first injustice, we're going back. I put oh, that and on pause. Oh, the first pause. one's fantastic. Yeah, we put yeah. it on pause, and we're going back to the first one. It's a, it's another Justice League story this about Superman. This one's the Gods <laughs> Among Us, I mean, us, come right? on. That's Injustice Gods Among Us, right? Yeah. The first one? Yeah, that's the one that we've gone back to, and we're going to go through the story of that, and it's just, they did, that campaign is so good because of those cutscenes, but it got me thinking, especially when I saw this, what, I, I really want to try Soul Calibur. I like these fighting games. Mm-hmm. I like that it's simple. It's one match, in, out, boom, bada bing, bada boom, get air done, and go and home. Yeah, it's fun. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada I'm bing, excited. Bada I'm probably yada, buying. Yada, yada. I'm probably getting this Soul Caliber because Geralt. Yeah, is that that big? Okay, what character? Jordan just said Geralt, Witcher. He's buying. What character does Soul Caliber need to add for you to buy this? The Rock Dwayne Johnson. 
The guy would be awesome on there. Oh man, his eyebrows. His like he'll stop and try to get the crowd. To oh cheer him dude, on. that's now that that would be hilarious. I think you're. I think you've got something there. The Rock Dwayne Johnson. Whoa. On Soul, on Soul Caliber. That would be so sweet. His little. Could he? How would against he fight Geralt. against? How would he fight He's against a, a fighter? How would he? But I guess a sword. He'll do the people's elbow. Dude, yeah, he'll he'll figure it out. He's the Rock. <laughs> yeah, I like how you you must be writing something else because right when I said that you're writing that down. Yeah, I'm writing that down. I gotta write a letter. Gotta to write. Soul Caliber. Oh, this is this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> Uh, for me, the character that would come, that would make me buy Soul Calibur. Well, because you could always do like John Marston. No, John Marston would be weak in that game. No way, man. A yeah. cow- you could do a cowboy. No, he's. Oh, no, on. that's not the coolest. Like, Master Chief would be cool in that game. It's, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah, it's They're so both gun. the same character, just no. one's sci fi and one's cowboy. Well, sci fi is way cooler because you could have like you gotta a ground think pound. Super hammer coming down. You got to think they're fighting. So like Geralt fits because he's a Dude. his fighting style fits. You know, yes. John Marston's superpower could be like a steam train <laughs> coming in and smashing in. Uh, I think Master Chief would be cool in that. I, I don't know if any what, a character. I don't know. I asked the question and I don't even know what character Master Chief would probably be pretty friggin awesome. Yeah. They did Link, I know, before. How did Link handle in? The well, they did Soul Link, Calibre? Darth Vader and Yoda. And that's the oh, one I've played. Oh, oh. Yoda. Yoda's cool. Well, even Darth Vader, like one of the uh-huh. greatest bad guys of all time, yeah. before you knew his backstory. <laughs> oh, I know, I know uh, who they could get. Gandalf the Gray. Hey, Steve, that Gandalf the Gan- White. Gandalf <laughs> the Gray. Well, because you'd have to do the Gray because then he's yeah. actually. You and then know, no, his superpower would be going white. Like that's his special. <laughs> that would be his, special, his ultimate. His ability. ultimate ability, dude. Gandalf the Gray. You shall not pass. Move, he, and he just cracks open the just, floor, and you fall. <laughs> With Fly, the you fools. Fly, you fools. Dude, that'd be so awesome. Anyone anyone from any Hobbit. A- cool. Any Hobbit? Any Hobbit. A Hobbit? <laughs> they a little, would little quick ninja. <laughs> but they're not. They're, what are they going to do? Smoke weed and drink <laughs> beer? Oh, no. The Le- arrow, Legolas. Legolas. Oh, Legolas. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. he'd be cool but in see, that. Gimli? Yeah. Gimli would be weak. No, he'd be hilarious. Gimli. He would be funny. He's, my he's, axe. He'd, he'd be a bruiser. He'd, he'd be, be slow, bruiser, but yeah. heavy hits. Slow with heavy yeah, hits. He yeah. can do it because, yeah, with an axe and yeah. everything. Yeah, it's totally Oh, how possible. about Rocky? Rocky. Bring in Rocky. In with his some American boxy flag gloves, shorts? With his American flag shorts. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Those are Apollo shorts, by <laughs> the way. You put Rocky in Soul Calibur 6, and I am there. Rocky in Apollo's shorts. Rocky in Apollo's <laughs> shorts. Yes. That's a power combination. Oh. Oh, and what man. is his special power? What's his special move? Uh, he says, you will lose. <laughs> Adrian! He climbs a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he special, has a montage. Whatever That's his, the move. It's a montage. It's a montage. And during the montage, he's just beating this guy <laughs> up. training montage. <laughs> so cool. And then he just hits him once and knocks him out. A full, like, 25-second training uh, montage. Yeah, okay, I know now. flashes back over. I know now why Soul Calibur is such a big deal. It's the characters. <laughs> yeah. adding the characters in. There you go. So anyway, Soul Calibur 6 having Geralt very very cool and they were actually playing on a Kaer Morin map yeah now so. a big teaser trailer came out this yes, week shadow oh. of the tomb raider oh, oh, oh. do we have that grunt do we have a grunt uh, did we, did we yeah. add in the grunt? can we get one here uh, yeah let me grab my uh. oh, oh that's like a question mark <laughs> i don't have the other grunt like, oh, 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 oh man shadow of the tomb raider just a teaser it shows her south america I, it shows south america pyramids I, was it the mayans i believe it's the mayans or the incas and then all of a sudden 
a kind of eclipse animation happened, mm. and I wonder if that ties into the shadow. Oh, of the I don't know. I don't know. She's gonna be chasing her shadow. Actually, I've uh, been playing games this week. I've been trying to catch up on my backlog, so I played a little bit of Assassin's Creed. and I, I played a little bit of Rise of the Tomb Raider because uh, I've been playing a lot of. Toss me the pen. Right <laughs> I gotta take notes of what I need. I've been playing a lot of multiplayer games lately. Oh, I yeah. haven't been beating games lately because I'm oh, playing multiplayer. multiplayer games. Yeah. So I went back and I I'm going to my backlog. I'm trying to beat Assassin's Creed Origins and I'm trying to beat Rise of the Tomb Raider. I can appreciate that. And Rise of the Tomb Raider was so good. a lot of fun. And then I saw this announcement this week and I just kind of read. I think I might. This is so hit Rise of the Tomb Raider hard. This is where I love the Game Pass. I'd never really taken a look at the Game Pass. I've casually browsed it before. Oh, what's on there? Okay, let's go check this out. But in playing games that are g- good games, for instance, I downloaded Darksiders, the original Injustice, because mm-hmm. we're going to go through that, and the Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. because I'm going to go through that yeah. with my wife. I want these story games as a family. A family that plays together stays together. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> but that's where Game Pass is a big deal. And seeing this Tomb Raider really made me want to go back and get get in on that. Call of Duty World War II. Yes. Call of Duty Patrick's World Day War II has a Happy St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day, yes. everybody, by the way. And don't Call get, of Duty is don't. celebrating with a St. Patrick's Day event with yes. new loot. So very cool. Be sure to check that out if you're playing Call of Duty. Oh, Fortnite so awesome. uh, removes another weapon. They actually removed two weapons this week. Smoke grenades. Smoke grenades they removed. The reason they removed the smoke grenade is because they said it wasn't being used a lot, and they just wanted to kind well, of take it away. Because it wasn't it wasn't very good, well, really. That's, and that's why. And I, I actually like that. Like They're thinking, like, okay, this weapon's not being used a lot. Why is it in the game? So yeah. they, they took it out. Now, the, it, it, they're not saying it, it'll never come back. They didn't really say anything. They... they they talked. They said why they removed it, and then of course that they're going to work on some internal stuff. Maybe they'll tweak some things, and maybe later when they feel it's a little bit more viable or or it can have a lot more impact in gameplay, yeah. they'll put it back in. The other weapon that they removed was actually the boogie bomb. I guess there was a bug, and they removed it. What, what was the bug? Because I might have experienced. I the have bug. no idea what the bug was. <laughs> like permanent dancing? Was that the bug? I don't know. Because I had a permanent dancing. That might have been the bug. I was just running around. Yeah, dancing. I don't know. I don't know what the. Uh... Can I ask you guys this with with Fortnite? They also added um, remote detonators too. Yes, they did add that a little while ago. Which I've yeah. actually gotten kills with. That those are you like interesting. Those yeah, yeah, they, it changes things. But yeah, they're they're taking out. They took out the boogie bomb to fix it. To fix the exploit is what they said, and uh, it's temporarily disabled. So this is not like the smoke grenade. The boogie bomb will come back, but they just gotta they gotta fix what was wrong with it. So very cool. Let me ask you guys this: since we're on the topic of Fortnite, Bill Sweeney writes in and asks, "Would Fortnite benefit from a non-building mode?" He says, "The building is what I really don't like in Fortnite, but I know a lot of people that really do." What if they offered a non-building mode? He said, I would play more, I think. What are your thoughts in having a that's, mode that's non-building? That's tough because that's such a deep part yeah, I, of the strategy sure. of the game. Um, I would say try another Battle Royale game like yeah, I PUBG. Think, uh, I think Fort or Fortnite's building is, is what... But what if they had it as an... So they have duos? But maybe maybe what you do is you say... It's almost like a team deathmatch, but you say we're going to lower it to only ten people in on a smaller map, no building. They could Something do that. Like they that. actually right now they have a tw- they have five teams of twenty facing each other. So I mean yeah. they do experiment you do, with you modes. Could do I mean, something like that. It's Just not out of the realm mode. of possibility. Do they, or do you think that that segments your audience too much? Or? Their audience is so big it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We get a right when you press find match, it you finds a hundred yeah. players <laughs> yeah. that quick. Oh, that's in- that's insane if you think about it. Yeah, too. that's that's crazy. Uh, no, I I actually I don't think. It's hard to see Fortnite Battle Royale without building. Yeah. It's just it's just hard to see. It's it. what it, it's what makes it 
it. You know what I mean? You it's think it's, you it's would be, niche. You'd be taking away what sets it apart. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it also, like I said earlier on the show, it adds more of a chess game sure. feel to it because sure. when someone's rushing you and they're building, they have to build a certain way and you have to build around them and it becomes this... This this dance it becomes this dance of trying <laughs> this to dance pick, of death. It really is, and and you don't get that with any other battle royale game out mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So I, you take away that, you take away one of the major reasons why you would want to play Fortnite over any other battle okay. royale game. Yeah, great question, Bill Sweeney, though, and an interesting concept. I'm yeah. glad I'm glad that you asked. Can I it. give him a tip? I, I well let me I would recommend like we talked about earlier the Darwin project might be for you it's okay, a little yeah. bit different no building instead it's that crafting without mm-hmm. that building mode go I would I would highly recommend you check that out but uh, what I did because building was really hard for me at first as well um, and it's really frustrating when you see streamers that play on PC uh, the advantage of PC over console in this game is you can hotkey any so it's style one, it's one button yeah mm-hmm. any style of you can hotkey a wall you can hotkey uh, the floor, stairs, or whatever, to any keyboard button. So you can build really quick without thinking. The muscle memory is there. With the console, you have to right bumper over. Um, and there's settings in the settings that make that better. But um, what I would recommend, what helped me a lot, was I would consider maybe 20 minutes of my gaming, 30 minutes of my gaming training. Mm-hmm. And I would, when I start the match, I would always go to Wailing Woods. It's in the top right, and it has a ton of trees and hardly everyone anyone ever goes there because there's not a lot of loot there there's like a maze and stuff but just drop down there and just for the whole match farm trees and then practice building farm trees practice building and try to get faster and faster and right now i can build like crazy boom it takes it honestly took me 40 minutes of that and now i'm good to go the hardest part about this game is you can't practice there's no real mode to practice practice Besides the main game, and the main game, you don't want to waste your materials because you have to get those. And that's if Why you are we have, talking about have, practice? If you have the main game, the main game does cost Yeah, money, and the main, so. main game costs money. So that's what I would recommend. Just And that's that's my struggle right now with that game with shotguns. Because mm. I just got to practice the it's shotgun. It's so hard for me to change how I, my, how I play yeah. games. I'm a range character in every mat or every engagement. Feels like it's a shotgun, but do that. Trust me, do that for forty wow. minutes, and and then come back to me and say, "I really like the let building." Me, uh, Great question, me, Bill Sweeney. Me, uh, for for oh, thank you for writing that in. Release the Kraken, baby. Release the yeah. Kraken. So, Sea of Thieves came out with their launch trailer. Yeah, man, release the Kraken. Yep, they uh, released so they showed, the Kraken. <laughs> they showed uh, a bunch of different stuff. They showed customizing your pirate, uh, customizing your ships. And at the very end, they showed the water get kind of dark, and oh. a lot, yeah, the cracking came up. You think and this it is like when we went to End World, and, and that scared? I, I like had nightmares. That, from that, that, that scared me. Yeah, that was crazy. So, so, so I don't. It turned they didn't, red. We don't really know how the cracking works, but it's gonna I'm be a assuming, world event. I'm assuming it'll either be a world event, or as you quest and get higher ranks with some of the uh, guilds in yeah. the game, they'll maybe give you a cracking quest where you hunt and stuff like that. I, I'm not exactly sure how to activate the cracking, but if you see it in the trailer, it it's it looked crazy. It looked very crazy. No. It was big. That's that is exciting. It, it wrapped. The players were walking, and they're like, "Oh crap!" And the tentacle wrapped around their <laughs> ship. Yeah, it was really. It's a that scary so thing. Like, how do you? Yeah, it was. It was scary. It was scary, but very cool. And Sea of Thieves launches on Tuesday, which means it's only what four days away. <laughs> so it's gonna be this game. March twenty. I'm, I'm excitedly nervous about this game. 
because I think this game could change everything. This could be Microsoft's Minecraft, mm-hmm, so to speak. Mm-hmm, it could mm-hmm. be its number one game, or it could just be super hyped, and in two weeks it's gone. And it, I could see this game honestly going either way. I don't see this game just being in the middle. I see yeah. it. I see it super hyped. It was fun for what it is, but now in two weeks it's over. Once you beat it, you're done. It's not keeping you coming back. Or I could see this taking over everyone's life. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's the latter. One, but I, that's why I'm excitedly nervous for this game. One thing they showed in Inside Xbox, which I didn't mention earlier, is in Sea of Thieves, you're, the goal is to become a pirate legend. Yeah. And once you become a pirate legend, you mm. get access to the pirate legend's, I don't know, tavern, if to you booty. will. Uh, yeah, so it gives you yeah. <laughs> pirate legend booty. Yeah. So what's really cool <laughs> is the uh, way you looked at me. I kind of feel a little uncomfortable now, just uh, the way you undressed me with your eyes. <laughs> what's really cool is when you go to this pirate legend spot, like there's different things you can do there, things that are only for the pirate legends. What's really fun is you can actually, you can, so say I'm a pirate legend yeah. and you're not, I can take you with me. Mm. And say, hey, this is this is what you're shooting. And for. then I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah, and you can see it. How it's do pretty I get cool. here? And then when I leave, so you get kicked out. Did they show? Now I did not have a chance. I watched part of it. I watched the first part where they sh- were showing off stuff you could buy collectors' items, mm-hmm. physical collectors' items, and I wanted everything. You put collector in front of something, and I want it. Yeah. I don't know why yeah. that's my nature, but it is my nature. Yeah. Anyways. Did they show any type of end game? Cracking is that end game, or is that like a world event, or is there any type of what is the end game here? Like what after you become a pirate legend, then what? Do they? Do you know, know? Do we know yet? No, I don't know. Oh, I hope the it's thing difficult is, to get to that point. But the thing yeah. is, because yes, if that's that, what her if destiny. That, if that takes five hundred hours, then yeah, I think you're done. <laughs> you know but i don't know i mean it's it's a constant it's constantly progressing maybe they have reputations at the end that you yeah. want to keep grinding because they'll release new gear to high light levels yeah there you go <laughs> so but uh yeah it's coming devil may cry and monster hunter Speaking are having a crossover yes. so dante from devil may cry you can get um, the skin Mark, this is the game with one of your favorite cutscenes. Oh, I the know way. it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, the white, not the new Devil May Cry, the one with the white hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. the older one, yeah, 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 with one of your favorite cutscenes. He's he's in Monster Hunter. Hunter. I saw that. I saw. Yeah, I saw this trailer. He's bringing in. You can go in and play as him and uh, go hunt the monster. Now, do you have Dante. to unlock him and unlock his skin or something? Or can I'm actually sure how the I'm crossover. Per- but the last crossover they had was, I think, for PlayStation only. So this is the first crossover coming to the Xbox. And is it permanent or is it temporary? I don't know. I think it's permanent. Hopefully it's permanent. I think it might be temporary. Oh, well, then we don't know. But it might be permanent. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> also. Crossover characters, though. What crossover character would make you jump into back into Monster Hunter if you're out? Frasier. <laughs> Geralt. Frasier. Geralt. Yeah. Their answer okay. is Geralt. Well, he technically okay. is the a same. Monster Hunter. I mean, he, he actually legitimately Because I think when yeah. you look at Devil May Cry and you look at the things that they were doing. Well, a with Witcher the is May, a Monster Hunter. And, and you look at the things they were doing, fighting monsters with the Devil May Cry. He's got that sweet yeah. sword and get up there. It looks so cool. You could bring in other characters. What? He was like roasting his chicken while a monster was trying to fight him in the background. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty funny. Oh, so awesome. But what? what <coughs> so char- Devil May what Cry. Would bring, what character would you bring you back? What, or not bring you back. You're not really out of Monster Geralt. Hunter. Geralt. So Geralt. Yeah. Geralt, I mean. He yeah. is a Monster Hunter. He's the answer for all those games. Yeah. He, is, he is not a man, Monster Hunter. He is the, the Monster, Monster Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. yeah. Mm. He is. He's the White Wolf. Yeah. Mm. That's a cool name. The White Wolf. Okay, I will say. I will say what I said before. I think Legolas, when Monster Hunter, would be freaking awesome. Yeah, elf. Any elf. He's agile. He jumps on him. 
Yeah, like that scene where they come over the ridge and he like spins around <laughs> yeah. the horse, the horse stabs, wolf stabs in the neck and fires again. For yeah. But he's oh. he, that's kind of one of those things. Like he killed like three guys before the rest got there. Yeah, and yeah. He, was he, killed, he killed more than three. And the dwarf were like counting, and what they were showing on screen, you know, they're like, "I got 30. Oh, 29. Like the dwarf's not keeping up with you. What? <laughs> I know. He can barely he can barely hobble up the ridge. He's not keeping up. But with he's you. a heavy hitter, man. Yeah. I mean, one hit. He just swing. His axe is big, yeah, so it takes true. out two or three okay. people. Back in the 30s, they'd pinch hit him on the <laughs> baseball team because the pitcher wouldn't be able to throw it at him. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then once he does connect, yeah, that's true. it's gone. Why don't why don't I wonder have they ever tried that? Dwarfs for Major League oh Baseball. God, I don't want to go there. You could never strike them they out. They did that in the 20s and 30s, did didn't they? they? Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't I think know it was actually a legit strategy that made it because their strike Yeah, box. your strike zone is so... And if you're a ref, how are you gauging that? You basically got to throw no, at the ground. I seriously think, and I might be crazy because I don't know my baseball lore, but I think they did that for a long time. Or at least for a time, like like in the early times. The early days of The early days of baseball. The times we don't talk about. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> time where Babe Ruth was a badass yeah. and could smoke, drink beer, and eat hot dogs right before going right out before, and, and then the home run. He literally would just waddle to first base and then go home. <laughs> yeah. And someone else would run the rest of the way. All right, so moving on. Did you know on. he did that too? What? He never ran the full four. There was a time where you didn't go run around the bases. If you oh, if you hit a home run, yeah, he just like waddled the first and then went back home with his ladies. <laughs> oh, I didn't know and then someone else that. ran the rest of the way for him. He saying. had it made. <laughs> he was a pitcher as well. Did you know that? I actually didn't know that. Yeah, he was a pitcher, a uh, very good pitcher. His man was an athlete. <laughs> man was an athlete. He was. <laughs> Athletic Moving guy. on the good, the good to, to a galaxy Ruth Ruth Hunter. far, far away. <laughs> soul Caliber. Babe, babe Ruth. Oh, yeah. Soul Caliber. <laughs> oh. Now oh, we're man. talking. Well, that would be good. And like have like Elvis, like no, from Clay good. Fighter, like let's the old go. Elvis. Let's go. The end of his prime. Let's, let's go. Let's go whimsical here. I want the oh. Easter Bunny. The Easter soul Bunny and Soul Caliber. Like an angry Easter Bunny that does some kind of like thumper move with his big paws. <laughs> like a giant bunny. Uh, that looks all cute and adorable and then just unleashes. Oh, so caliber. <laughs> you could have what's his face from Attack on Titan in there. Oh, Aaron or oh, Levi? Oh, Captain Levi? Captain yeah. Levi? Captain it would Levi. Be, okay. That would okay, be cool here's, a, here's a question we all want answered. He would look weird. Witcher though. versus Captain Levi. No, Geralt. Geralt versus Captain Levi. Geralt, because he's got the signs again still. But Captain Levi, like. But, yeah. Have you seen he's him? He's got the ODM gear. He's. I mean, how do you stop the ODF game? Well, how far are he, you guys? He kills all these guys, and he doesn't even open his eyes very large. Well, like, he's, he's, he's like... Captain he's, Levi. Yeah, he has the same facial expression. He's like, eh, I'm going, I'm done with Captain this. Captain Levi is from the Ackerman, Ackerman bloodline, oh. which if you should have finished season two... Mm, I did, it yes. It kind of hints on that he, a little bit. He's like, he's only like 15% when he fights. He's never turned it all <laughs> on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He will. Let's see, but see, and then well, Geralt. Uh, what about if you're Aaron though, and you could just literally change into a Titan? That would be your. Yeah, super but move. you remember when Captain Levi beat the sh crap out of Aaron and said, and said, "Hey, uh, can you kill him? I can." I mean, that's, yeah, that's true. That's, I, 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 I thought that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where he's like, he's like, that's actually, that's an intense part because he just kicks and you're just like, oh, the crap yeah, out of him, does. and he's tight. But see, he's tied up though. Yeah. Aaron's tied up. But but then he said he goes because they're they're thinking about dissecting Aaron, right? And he goes, uh, well, you know, if he if you just dissect him and he turns into a, a titan, can you kill him? And he looked over at the guys and he was like, I can. 
<laughs> that is cool. That yeah. is awesome. This just in Contini in chat just subscribed. Thank you so much, yeah. Contini. Hey, thank you. That is awesome. Let's Appreciate get some. That. Can we get some celebration music here? Something, uh, yeah, something yeah. celebratory well, here. You want real celebration? Something, or? something big time. Uh, okay. 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 This is a uh, this is Contini. Golden Girls theme song. Oh. <laughs> thank you for being afraid. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Contini. Thank you for subscribing during the podcast. We really appreciate it. You now have the emotes unlocked in Mixer. No, seriously, though. Yes. Yeah, okay. You are our friend. No, thank you so much for all the support. Really, we have we ever done that on stream? We haven't. I, that's That should be a new thing. You subscribe to us in Mixer during the show. We'll give the you the show. Golden Girls. Get the Golden Girls, baby. No, really. Thank you, Contini. If you want to subscribe to us, it's another way to support the show. Mixer.com. And you get unlocked all the sweet, sweet emotes that are there. And you get a sweet X next to your name. We, I call it the sex X. <laughs> The sexy X. Sorry, okay, there you the go. Y. The sex yeah. X. The sex sexy X. X. That, that Y is pretty. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, All right. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. All right, on. moving Don't on to a on galaxy far, far away. <laughs> Battlefront has news this week. Um, they're bringing back microtransactions, huh? baby. Yep. So they're bringing back microtransactions. They will only be cosmetic microtransactions. Uh, you can't actually buy any game-changing Here's stuff. The thing. Here they also hold on. They also revamped the star card system, so star card systems can no longer be purchased. Per, well, purchased or in loot boxes. They're, yeah. they're no longer there. What you have to do is, as you level up, you get a skill point, and then you can take that skill point and upgrade a star card. Um, any star cards that you already have upgraded will stay upgraded, of course. But anything going forward um, after their patch, they will. You will have to earn it via experience points leveling up and getting those skill points and then using those on your star cards and then of course microtransactions which will be returning only cosmetics so oh so here's the thing with microtransactions and this is how as simple as it is there's a lot of debate microtransactions are we sick of microtransactions are we sick of loot boxes here's the thing microtransactions can only be cosmetic period Mm -hmm. that's it Mm -hmm. any developer that wants to put in microtransaction just have freaking cool stuff that makes my character look cool or our and character look cool, it. and we'll buy it and we won't complain about it. But when you try, when you try to weave in this progression system that encourages people to buy your boxes, that's where you mess up. Just don't even try it. Don't go there. Just stay on. And I think EA is doing that. So there you go. Well, and I, they, I don't know. I feel like they knew because this, this system could have been thought. I mean, you think they just thought of this yesterday. I mean, this system could have been thought of and put in during launch you know what yeah. i mean like they i think they were they, they, I mean, were, they, were, try- they were trying to go what for they the were trying grab. to do is, is think of a way to make lots of money on, well i think what they I were trying to do they is, are not like a lot i would say this is kind of upper management like decisions. oh yeah like publisher yeah. like the yeah. money guys the yeah. ceo guys not not the game developers well i don't know i mean i wouldn't be a dice, and i don't blame them for trying to do it but, but I do it like just illustrates it's got to stay simple you just mm-hmm. can't you just can't even dabble with it you can't mm-hmm. even Try to think of a system that that encourages you to purchase loot boxes unless it's cosmetic. Cosmetic, That is it. That's all that it can be. Forever and ever and ever, the end. Yep. And I think they may have learned their lesson, so hopefully the next Battlefront game Unless it's a poker game where you put in money... To get to legitimately gamble. That's the only way (laughs) that that you could ever do anything like that. Well, but see, that doesn't improve or take away your chances of winning. You're just putting money on the table, and y- y- you know what I mean. That yeah, that that's not influencing it's your not power to win. Your ability of the of the game, yeah. Unless no, it's like a cash game, and there's no limits, 
and you're 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 me and have no money and you're playing someone i don't know really good <laughs> that has lots of lots of money then he can just outmuscle me but that doesn't happen because you have limits and stuff like that in normal poker so yeah yeah just what what they do what they should have done as as just not put a free to play model on a $60 game yeah. yeah, that's what that's what happened. That's Honestly. yeah, yeah, true. Much. Assassin's Creed: Ooh, Curse yeah. of the Pharaohs DLC is out this week. They came out with the launch trailer and the game released on the March thirteenth. Was sweet, yep. man. It's really cool. I've been trying to go back. There's and beat a this giant game. scorpion that someone's fighting in the desert, yeah. and I was like, "Whoa!" It's the Do scorpions. Curse of the Pharaohs. Okay, spiders or scorpions? Which would you rather? Scorpions. Find in your under your pillow when you go to bed oh, at night. Spider. A spider or a scorpion? Sorry, I was drinking a spider. And, and when I say yeah. spider, I mean a big, like giant in a game tarantula. Yeah, but that's a scorpion's. Yeah, no. I think I'd go scorpion. Although scorpion seems have, like it's it's basically a lobster, a land lobster yeah. with poison. <laughs> Wait, what's the question? Okay, if you what's scarier? Because 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 Assassin's Creed has that giant scorpion in it that that I see fighting in this trailer, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it just brought to my mind. What would you rather? You you go to you're going up to bed tonight. You throw. Open your sheets, and there is a giant tarantula or a scorpion. Which would you rather find? Uh, I would rather have a tarantula because there's no human record. There's no record for a tarantula ever biting a human. Oh, is there really? There's not? none. Really? Yeah. So I would, I would go tarantula because they're friendly. <laughs> okay. There you go. But oh, the scorpion, scorpions, so gross. those those mess with yeah, me. You, man. you go up. I'll kill you. First of all, if I go to my bedroom tonight and find one of those in my bed. I'm just throwing uh, everything away, burning it all. I'm not laying in that bed ever, uh, ever, ever. Wait, that's not an answer. No, no, but I'm just saying. I'll tell you this what. This is what happens You in have reality. to choose between A or B, but I'm choosing C. <laughs> no, no. Because I, I asked the question. No, I, I, mean, I mean, just in reality, yeah. if this really happened, I don't think I could ever sleep in that bed again. Yeah. Oh. Your uh, your man Dwayne the Rock Johnson actually ate a scorpion in uh, the Scorpion King movie. He was a scorpion. Wait, did he do that? Like he actually as was part. Like it was a real thing, or was it? Oh, it was in the movie. Or was it whether. like a hamburger that they digitalized <laughs> into a scorpion? They probably don't, digitalized it, but he did. Don't know if you know this, but he was a scorpion in the Scorpion yeah. King. He scorpion became one, King. dude. Yeah. It messed like the CGI wasn't at its prime. No, at it that wasn't. Time. It was like. Ugh. It like was weird. Kind of ruined the movie for me. I'm not <laughs> no, gonna oh lie. yeah, that was the Mummy Returns, and then yeah. they made the Scorpion. That was King. the Scorpion like King a, was pretty good. Yeah, but so yeah, the, the Mummy Returns, the when Mummy he turned, Returns, it was like, when he turned into it, and it what? was like, like was, was he even there, or did they just ask to use his face? <laughs> I don't, it wasn't his face. It was like some demonic, you know, third, I don't know, third semester college student CGI that <laughs> just. <laughs> but Brendan Fraser, man, that guy's he's a good adventure guy. Dude, I love Brandon. Uh, he really is. I, two weeks ago, I went on a Brandon Fraser movie craze with my wife. We watched. He's, he's um, good in. Uh, he's good in the Mummy movies. Mm. He's really good. Mm. Like uh, me and my wife watched Blast from the Past. That's Have you ever seen that? One. Yeah, That's that one's funny. It's a good one. That it's one's good really one. funny. Encino Man. I actually, this is gonna, George of the Jungle, I actually, that's like a guilty pleasure movie because it's so stupid, but funny. Dude, he's hilarious. <laughs> and we yeah. watched, we watched that too, like. Brandon Frazier is a cool dude. What's the one where he dates? Well, he's in there with the girl. Uh, what's her face? Reese Witherspoon is he in a movie? No, 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 no. That's no. Blast from the Past. No, 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 no. The one with the devil. She's a devil. Oh, uh, but bedazzled. Uh, no, it's not bedazzled, but it's something. I know no, what you mean. No, it is. Yeah, it's it's something. It's something I think, like with I think a B. it's. I it think might it's, be bedazzled. I think it's bedazzled. 
Anyways, that one is pretty funny too. Yeah, because he's with is hilarious. He's with one. Elizabeth yeah, Hurley. Chat saying he's not. He's wa- he's a little washed is, yeah. up. But when Brandon Fraser was in his prime, man, like Encino Man, I love Encino Man. That movie's fantastic. <laughs> the first Mummy was good. I I liked I like him in the Mummy movies. The story's meh. Well, at least after the first one. Anyway, well, the but. first one was great. The first yeah. one was really good. He's a good adventure guy. Yeah, he really is. Big time. Big time yeah. He's like your cheap Harrison Ford. Yeah. Before we move on to the <laughs> your, next news. Your budget Harrison Ford is who it Before is. we move on to the next news story, let's check our leaderboards over at trueachievements.com. And this is our leaderboards for achievement hunting. And if you want to compare yourself to the rest of the community, you can do so. Every seven days it resets, and we go through the top five here on the show every week. Trueachievements.com. Search for the X1 Bros leaderboard, and just go ahead and join it, and you will automatically be in to win. Our number one is... Tushnik and Tete Miserly Pluto, and then coming in fourth and fifth. <laughs> That's an awesome username. The gamer tag is fantastic. TT Dog, he's uh, one of our. He was. He's one of our blog writers there on the show. And NK Woa coming in fifth place. Whoa! Congratulations, uh, golf clap time for our top five in the community. Thank you very much again. TrueAchievements.com and just search X1 Bros Leaderboard. Come and join it. Every seven days it resets. It's a good time. We love it over there. And so shall you. Sega Genesis Collection is coming to the Xbox One and PlayStation 4. How excited are we for this? Uh, so, I'm so excited, yeah. guys. Yeah. I'm super excited. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. Here, I'll do this. Yay. Yeah! <laughs> <There we go. laughs> That's all. That's all you get. 50 games coming to the Xbox One mm-hmm. from Sega Classic. Now, is there any Sega game that you really want in this? Mr. McSpicy. Yeah, uh, I really like the Sega Genesis X-Men game. I can't remember what it's called, but you could start off that level with Psylocke and Wolverine. Mm. And um, it was a really fun X-Men game. You could like you could climb up the walls and go to the ceiling. Yeah. It was, I remember it. It's vaguely in my memory, but I really, I had to go to my friend's house to, to play, play that. Cause I never had, a I Sega. also never had a Sega Genesis. I was a Nintendo man. And of course, of course you got Sonic. Oh, I mean, Sonic. Sonic's oh, are great. Be in there. Sonic and tells it's not, it's your X-Men game is not in the 50 list that mm-hmm. I see oh. here. You got games like golden Axe. I do remember golden Axe, galaxy I remember force, golden fantasy star. All of the fantasy stars are, are in there. You've got Shining Force, of course, a lot of the Sonics, including Sonic Spinball, which is a good time. I remember that. And Vector Man, Virtua Fighter 2, Wonder Boy is in there. And Toe Jam and Earl. Remember Toe Jam and I Earl? I loved Toe Jam and Earl. That was one of my favorite games. So good. I I uh, think I got in trouble because I went over to my friend's house way too much to play Toe Jam and Earl. I <laughs> love Toe Jam and Earl. But uh, speaking of Sega and Sonic, uh, they actually released a teaser trailer. Boom. And people are <laughs> saying it's a uh, Sonic racing game. Oh. So, oh, very, very cool. Fun times coming at us like it's 1985. Very cool. And then last but certainly not least, uh, Microsoft announced this week that this will be their biggest E3 showing ever. Yeah. I feel like they say that every year, but they've delivered, you know, a couple times. They've done well. Well, yeah. let's talk about they, that. Good. So, yeah, their biggest Microsoft E3 ready is their biggest E3 showing ever. Do you think that's true? True or false? I think it's true. Well, I mean, they definitely had to throw it through their legal team to make sure that it was a real statement. Do they? Do they? Did you think everything they, any they big company ever yeah. says is always That's ran true. through their legal? Yeah, there's because I do a lot of design work, you know, mm-hmm. for lots of companies, and I had the, the legal I have to write on ads is ridiculous, and every big company has a legal team. Yeah, because you they, become a target. Yeah, biggest E three showing ever. 
What do you think that means? See, that could mean because it's so ambiguous, it yeah. could be mean the most games, the most, the biggest present, the most booths. I mean, then they could say that the, the biggest auditorium, I mean, which, which they will because Mixer's <laughs> yeah. Mixer's doing some big booth babes? big things at E3. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be streaming from E3. I might be streaming going with their partners, so I might do some streams from yeah. E3 there. Stay tuned for that. That would be a good time. Hey, that would be cool. Also, do you know what we get, guys, at E3? Are we allowed to say? Oh yeah, well, I mean, it was on the E3 website. Anyone can okay, go look I at it. Breakfast know, and lunch. Know. There's a breakfast Ooh, and lunch. We get area. a breakfast and lunch yeah. area. Yeah, I'm really excited. Dude, this for is it. high class. I am so uncultured. Yeah. I'm gonna stand out. <laughs> uh, so we have two king beds in our hotel. Okay, you're sharing. I get my own. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was gonna ask. Who shares? No. Well, is there a oh, couch? Oh, you guys are it? brothers. Why don't we all just sleep on one? <laughs> just sleep on one. Okay, yeah. You want to? <laughs> and we put our luggage on the other. Head to toe. Are we going head to toe? No, I don't need to go head to toe. No way. Head to toes, head to toes, best because the genitals still line up. Head to toe. I know, I know. That's what's funny about the head to toe. Yeah, head to you know, toe. it all lines up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited for E3. Everybody, we're going to E3. Oh, Come to E3. Join us. We're definitely going to be doing a meetup. But no, what does that mean? Seriously, Microsoft's biggest E3 showing. I don't know. Jordan, I, mean, for I, you, I feel like I feel my, like for you, Jordan. What does Microsoft have to do for that statement to be true? Uh, show off the next Halo game. Oh, like full like Halo. Actually, 6. It is rumored that that might be that might be a thing. Well, I think it's about. I think. I mean, we've gone. I think between Halo Four and Halo Five, there's two or three years. I think we'll probably get an announcement of Halo at E3, and yeah. it'll come out 2019. Okay. Okay, Mr. McSpicy, for you, what and does, I think that'll be their show closer. Okay, so Halo for Jordan. For you, what does what does Microsoft have to do to I make think, that statement true? I think one of my favorite uh, E3s that Microsoft did was their greatest lineup ever. Yeah. Um, and then they had Halo. They had they showed showed off Gears. Gears. Yeah, they showed off Tomb Raider. Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. They showed Which off all those. finally coming out. <laughs> I know. That's funny. That's just, I guess that's just how it works. Yeah. But uh, I, I think that was one of my favorite ones because it really was powerful. Just every character on that. Mm, games. Forza. I think they threw Forza in there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they they did, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just want, I just want to be, I just want to be dazzled. Yeah. And and this is my first time going to E three, so it's not going to be hard to dazzle me. <laughs> I, I'm a man of simple tastes. You are a man of or you're a simpleton, as it were. <laughs> hey, I I don't think those two. Things are the same thing. So for you, do you just want to see game after game after game? You no, like? I, I don't. I don't care about quantity. I care about quality. quality. Okay. Like, like Jordan said, if he, they just show anything with Halo, I would even be happy with that. That because, oh, you know, or heaven forbid, I know Rockstar is not an exclusive thing, but if they show something with Red Dead, I'll, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll crap my pants. I'm. Yeah. But see, but just stuff like, just honestly, stuff like that. I want quality over quantity. I think they're going to show off three brand new AAA IPs. Like exclusive, real? Exclusives, yeah. Well, they need it. You know what's funny? I think you say that every year. <laughs> yeah. They need at least three. I think like. No, I don't remember what. It, we should go back. We, I really Search think, the archives. I really think <laughs> we, two years ago you said they need at least three, and they only came out with one. I think uh, it was Sea yeah. of Thieves. Yeah. So, so ready for this? Can I can I come Scale back? Down. Can I come back to this? By the way, okay. So for E three, everybody, let's wrap it up. I think they need. I think they need three. For me, that would be a big show. Three brand new AAA, really cool. I think one, out of those three, one of those is going to be 
a Japanese style game. I think Xbox is all in on that market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where I'm going for those types of games. So, I mean, Sony owns those types of games. Well, because I mean, JRPGs. It's the homeland. Are, yeah, it's the homeland. The, the, the J in RPG <laughs> is Sony. <Yeah. laughs> the J stands for Sony. Um, all of, the, and I've said this a lot, that I think the criticism that Xbox needs to have IPs is completely overblown. And when you look at PUBG with 5 million players, mm-hmm. when you look at Sea of Thieves, the hype train that is behind Sea of Thieves. Now let's, let's for a minute, this could go either way with Sea of Thieves. It could, it could just be a meh, it could be terrible, or it could be the next big thing. Let's pretend it's the next big thing. If it's the next big thing, all of this talk for the past year of Microsoft needing an exclusive is done. You've got PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds, and you've got sea of, sea thieves. of thieves. Sea of thieves. That's yeah. ju- that's. I mean, those two games alone. That that that's huge. That's huge. Yeah, but think about it. And if sea of thieves, if they had is... more than just those, <laughs> that's that's the. I think that's the essential argument. Is if they have they, more, well, of they those. want more first party exclusives. Yeah, well, well, like sea of thieves is a first party. Well, yeah, exclusive. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like they they don't like Sony does have a lot of first party exclusives announced. But my point is, is if sea of thieves is genre changing in its gameplay which for all intents and purposes that's the hype behind it it could be but let's pretend that it is that it actually delivers on what it's promising i think all of that conversation is for not mm-hmm. because sea of thieves was the big ip nobody was giving it a shot which is unfair just because nobody was giving it a shot because it was announced two years ago and this year there was no- nothing new well everything that sony brought out this year that was new is actually two years out was actually two years out and everything that released this year was announced two years ago yeah. so it's kind of applying a double standard in my mind i do know that the criticism is real in, in the respect that they did announce a lot of first party exclusives and some of those look freaking awesome and microsoft really didn't but honestly if sea of thieves if sea of, the, if sea of thieves if the sea of thieves nails it microsoft's microsoft's sitting pretty what's the see Okay, so I, I I love Sony. Okay, every time, every time thinks we're fanboys, we're not. We love all game systems. We 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 all have except yeah. you don't have a. I don't have the PlayStation, but we me and Jordan do, and and we love we love Sony. I think there is a double standard there. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I I sit on the sidelines because I just like games and let the fanboys bicker. But sure. I I see it all the time. <laughs> But anyways, what do, you, do you think it's considered the hardcore game console because it has more JRPG type games? Sony. Well, it's considered the hardcore game console by people that only have PlayStation. That's true because really the PC is probably legit the hardcore yeah. game console. Yeah, well, see, that's such a I hate that phrase. I I would say hardcore gamers have all of them. No, that's to them. That's a great point because yeah, they do. That's right. No, you're so, absolutely and, right. Uh, hardcore gamers have all of them and love all of them. Hashtag truth right there. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, but like the there's a lot of like, I don't mean to get into this side thing, but there's a lot of games that I just don't get on Sony. Like, mm-hmm. is it the Kojima game? What's that one where? Oh, with. Oh, actually, Death, Death I Death think that looks so yeah, interesting. It, looks but really... it makes no sense. It does make but no that's, sense. But, but it I doesn't mean, neither, need to. Neither did Metal Gear Solid 5, <laughs> yeah, but you, you had a good no, time with I that. I understood Snake. 
I understood what he was doing. I understood special ops. Yeah, I but, understood all that. But then when a <laughs> wiener gun comes out from the giant ground and starts going, <laughs> oh, that stuff from the Metal Gear, you know. Yeah. I, yeah, so that that but that's the Doc, franchise. Doctor T brings up a good point. Doctor T says it's considered hardcore because it's winning. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right. Um, that's what Doctor T breaking it down to truth. No, but fundamental so, truth like, right there. That game. I just want to bring up that game because we know nothing about gameplay. We know, like the first, the first trailer that that game had, it was like some baby coming from oil and freaking me out. You know, like it was like yeah, being I like, that. I like that too. But <laughs> how many, how many emotions did that trailer make you feel but like see, that? I mean, it, it but it's see, making you everyone, think. Everyone is praising it, and I'm like looking at it, going, "Well, I think it's like it's like modern art. It's like the Lost Effect. Yeah, like it leaves you like what? And for a lot of people, that's I need to see more. But for you, it's like. Everyone didn't tell me anything. Well, I I think, this episode. I think of, a lot of people are praising it because of Hideo Kojima. You there's know, this episode of The Simpsons where Homer accidentally makes modern art out of like a wheelbarrow because <laughs> he was beating it up, and everyone praised him as like the new artist. <laughs> I funny. feel like I'm like sitting watching that trailer, and I'm in the museum, and it's modern art, and everyone's praising it, and I'm looking around going. Dude, the king has no clothes. Have you seen? I really don't see have, what's. Have you seen the social experiments that they've done on that? They've like been at like cocktail parties where that are at art fundraisers, and a guy, a guy. I oh, I wish I knew the YouTube channel. This guy does these types of social experiments all the time. Yeah, he's almost like a comedian, but he's not. But he goes over and it's like a light switch on a wall. It's something that's part of the building. And he goes over and he just acts like he's holding his glass of wine and he just acts like it's art and like, oh, look at this. It's amazing. And soon a crowd is behind him and then everybody's like discussing yeah, it. That's what I feel like. It. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills because it <laughs> makes no the, sense. It looks I know nothing of the game. I know nothing of like the engine seen, or anything. Have you seen the newest trailer? No, it's a little bit longer. Wait, is that the one more. with the where they have the weird yeah. flashing? Yeah, and there's invisible and they come people. From the, they come yeah. from the the cielos. What's it? It reminds. Sky? It's very like Prometheus. You know, it's very, oh, it is Prometheus. It's, it's very like it kind of yeah. does have that feel. Absolutely, gives me that vibe. But so like I, I'm watching this and I'm like, it's just a CGI that you know. Yeah, it's a, not showing anything of an, gameplay. A, a very derailed CGI Pixar created that <laughs> I don't. It just messes with, and I don't know what the whole shindig was about. I felt like I was just going, what the hell was that? That's uh, a game? That's funny. Contini in chat, who is, by the way, look at that sexy X next to your name, Contini. Thank you so much again. What's your guys' plans for E3 with streams, interviews, podcast, etc.? Any anticipated schedule? So we've not yet nailed down our schedule, things that we plan on doing. Uh, we're, and I, on interviews, we'll see how that goes. What we are going to do, obviously, is our podcast during mm -hmm. E3. Uh, or for E3, a wrap-up like we do every year. Uh, and we are going to do a meetup. That Those are the two things that are for sure happening, a meetup somewhere in E3. Hooters is one block away. I think we <laughs> yes. might do our, our meetup at, I at Hooters. I love Hooters. They have, like, the greatest cheesesteak sandwiches they I've ever had. Food then we might reserve a room or something, just get a room, go hang out at Hooters. It might be fun. We're going to have lots of behind-the-scene footage, lots of recordings. We're going to network like crazy, get to know everybody so we can have tons of interviews when we get back for you guys but nothing nailed down as we get closer as we start nailing stuff down we will oh ronin ate hooters last year there we go once right we get across stuff the street yeah nailed down we will let you guys know great question that brings us to the discussion segment of our show and we have andrew on the show this week for you oh. to talk about how to go full-time streaming i know a lot of people in the community 
are attempting to stream and we get this question, you know, on tips and advice. So I thought we'd have uh, Andrew on who him himself, he himself from the Level Up show is going full time streaming to share some tips with you. Here he is. Hope you guys enjoy. I'd like to welcome back to the show, Andrew from the Level Up Network. He's a friend of the podcast. He's been here before. You all know him. Andrew, thank you so much for being on the show with us again. Uh, no problem, Dave. It's awesome to be here again. Uh, and it's been a while, but we've kept in contact. And it's it's really cool. Like, we've we've had, like, certain big milestones happen uh, since the last time I was on the show. We both passed 200. We talked about that. You guys just announced that you're doing, like, a broadcasting thing on, on Twitch 24-7. Yes. Uh, you're talking to me about that. So just a lot of cool things have happened. I'm really happy for you guys, and I'm excited to be here again to talk. No, absolutely. And something exciting that is happening with you is you have announced that you are planning to go full-time streaming. You're making the jump. And that's actually why I wanted to have you on the show because we have a lot of people in the community who always ask about tips about streaming mm -hmm. uh, and stuff like that. So I thought, well, who better? Let's talk to the man who's who's in there. He's making the sausage. He's going through it right now. Yeah. Uh, so tell us a little bit about that announcement. And, it's a, a nerve-wracking thing, right? It, it's like, when do you take uh, the leap? Because it's a big deal, especially if uh, if you're in the situation I'm in. Like I have a wife, I have a child, I have a full time job currently. But, you know, I'm I'm an architect right now, and I work forty hours a week, and and then I and then I jump on really late at night to get my streaming in because that's really the only way that I can do it. And you see that on Twitch a lot. Like this is what people do. They have to try and find the time that works for them and hope that they can uh with that schedule break through to a certain audience and uh, i i would say in the last year especially i decided okay like i did talk shows for four plus years uh at that time it was three plus years and i was like i need to start getting into the variety game stream i need to start building a community more than ever and really like i i decided like i'm gonna go harder at this than i ever have before like a year ago i decided because in my head i knew i'm getting close to that time now where it's 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 do or die like if, if I'm ever going to go full time, it needs to happen relatively soon. Sure. Um, so that's when so the cog started turning about a year ago and I knew I was kind of leading up to it. And I had to have a long discussion with my wife, of course, because this is about me quitting my current job and trying to make a full time career out of streaming on Twitch, something that it's not easy. I mean, let's be honest, it's, it's not an easy thing to do. Uh, it's great to do for fun, but to do it as a full time career is, is a stressful thing. Um, but I knew like this is since I started it, it's taken over my life. Like it's, it makes me happier than uh, any other activity I've ever done. It, it really has uh, become such a, a big deal for me and it's changed me as a person and I've become more outgoing. And I, I feel like uh, I've met so many amazing people uh, through Twitch. And I, I feel like I owe it to them and myself to try and at least go for it, right? So, uh, as you said, I announced it and uh, I, I needed to do it the right way though. So I, I decided I can't just quit cold turkey and and have no backup funds or anything and just and and go into this thing, especially with a wife and kid. And I talked to you about this actually. You were one of the few people that I, I needed to kind of pick your brain a little bit because I know you're in the same situation. Like this is the dream to go full time. Like how, how do I do this? And I, I talked to you, I talked with a few other streamers and, uh, and they all kind of said like, if you're gonna do it, you have to do it. Like you stop stop waiting uh, and i was like yeah you're right but i want to do it the right way so i talked with chris and we decided we're gonna raise money for a little while uh i kind of we're calling like a full-time streaming fund and we announced it live on the show and it blew up like it's been unbelievable ever since we announced it not even two months ago it's been we've got thirty five hundred dollars in the bank already just for this full-time streaming fund so that when it, i officially go i have a blanket i've got a security fund i've got money to pull away from 
and really dedicate because I want to give it at least a full year, right? I want to be able to really go for it for a full year and be like, I gave it my all. Let's see what happens. So I, I just I couldn't be more grateful of my community and what they've done for the channel. Uh, and I'm just I'm so excited for who I can find I can finally get there because I'm taking this time that I'm also raising money to think about like what am I going to do? How am I going to be different? How am I going to make this a success? And that's almost just as exciting as the idea of going full time is is the brainstorming and figuring out the creative routes you can go with something like this. And I, I'm sure you you experience the same thing. Oh yeah, no, no, absolutely. I mean, the challenge, right, of, mm -hmm. of trying to figure out how to make it successful. Well, I, I, I have to say, I, I can't be more excited for you. I'm super Thank excited you, uh, for your success and to see you go full time and to see the end result uh, and 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 how it all works out for you. So let's let's take a step back, mm -hmm. um, because a lot of people in the community who are streaming or who are thinking about this, they're at the very beginning. So why don't we talk a little bit about how you got started? And maybe just share some advice and some experiences that someone just starting out might benefit from. Sure. Okay. So where we started, and I might have shared this before on the show, but it's it's kind of unique, actually. Um, I think uh, not a lot of other streamers started out this way. A lot of them started back on Justin TV, or they started, especially in the last year or two, I would say. Yeah. You've really seen an explosion on Twitch and on Mixer as well in, in the last year or two. But I didn't know about Twitch four years ago. I had no idea what it was. It wasn't until the PS4 released that I found out about this whole idea of streaming on the internet. And even at that time, I wanted to do something like this. I was doing podcasts with Mike, my buddy who still does a show with me. Um, but it was like, how, how do you break through? Like we put ourselves on iTunes, but who's gonna see it? Like, who are we gonna, we can put it on Facebook and this and that, and we just, nobody will listen to it. We were just doing it for ourselves at that point. And then PS4 released and I saw the Playroom, which was this weird, quirky, AR studio where you could, uh, you know, play with things in AR, but you could broadcast it. And I saw Twitch and I saw you could do this. And we went live on PlayStation. This was me and my fiance at the time. Now my wife, Kristen, of course. And it, for some reason, I, I think it was because it was that first week, right? The PS4 just released and it was this weird thing. Like what the hell is the playroom? What, what are people doing on this? We hit 750 viewers on the first night. Wow. And I'll be honest with you, I haven't hit 750 viewers since then, besides when we were on the front page. Sure. Recently, when we had that partner spotlight, we hit 2000. But other than that, we had never hit 750 since then. Like, so it was this weird lightning in a bottle moment, but it was like the spark that set it off where I called up Mike instantly and I was like, this is it. This is the avenue we need to take if we're going to get any attention at all. And that's how the Level Up show was born. So thinking back to that, I think one of the best things, things you can do, maybe even before you start, is figure out what am I going to do that's going to separate me from the hundreds of thousands. I don't even know anymore at this point. I don't even know how many streamers are on Twitch, but it's saturated. And yeah. it becomes more and more saturated every day, especially now that they've started affiliation and allowing people to earn money uh, at a much lower uh, viewer threshold, mm -hmm. people are jumping on. They're like, they're realizing, oh, this is this is a way that not only can I have a good time, but I can make a little bit of money. I can do it on the side. So you're just seeing a huge influx of people jumping onto Twitch right now. And I think if you're going to be somebody that wants to more than just stream as a hobby, you need to think, how am I going to differentiate myself from the rest? Uh, how am I going to f form a community around that? Uh, which I think is really important. Yeah, no, absolutely. Good stuff. So then that early on, you had a bunch of success. The spark was lit. You mm -hmm. go on and, and you start to stream consistently. You have your podcast, your show, the whole, the whole nine yards. 
as you grew and as you got built an audience, what what changed? I think it's it's really hard at the beginning because you are uh, I think for a lot of people you're streaming to one, two, three people. And a lot of times those people are lurkers and they're not common, they're not talking to you. And you feel like, what am I doing here? And uh, and it, it takes a little bit of time. But then suddenly one person starts chatting and that person sticks around and then two people. And then there's people start talking to each other and, and to you. And then it's five people and, and and then it becomes this group and it starts to grow. And you realize I'm building a community. Like I'm, I'm actually forming something that is around my channel something that's dedicated to this channel and and friendships form and that's that's where the change really starts to happen when you can get to that point where people are coming back not for the games that you're playing but that are coming back for not only you as a streamer but for the other people that are also in the chat with you when this community starts to form that is when you are you're doing things right and that's when the change starts to happen like so that that's what it, it takes a little bit of time to get there and i think that's one of the hard things and i can tell that to people streaming like push through it you need to it's going to be tough at the beginning because you're going to think that nobody's watching you. And people are that sometimes there's, there might be one or two people there. They're just quietly watching you. A lot of people like to lurk. Uh, you have to kind of just push through that, that tough spot at the beginning and, and wait for the couple of people to come in and start chatting. Cause then other people chat with them. And, and that, it's just, it's awesome. Once you start seeing that pick up uh, and you're going to feel your morale raise and, uh, and you're going to realize, Oh, I can do this. I, I can, I can make this into a thing. I can make a community out of this. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that, and that success, at least at, you could tell me if I'm wrong, but how I, how we experience it is that success is exponential. It, it like is. Once you hit that first milestone, the second milestone comes easy peasy. And I mean, not easy peasy, but I mean, it comes yeah. a lot easier than that first one. There's a little bit of luck involved, right? Sometimes I think uh, it, it, it'll depend a lot on what games you're playing. Mm -hmm. uh, I will say that not a lot of people want to do this, but choosing one game and trying to build a community around that game can be easier than trying to build a community around you as a streamer yeah. and the other people in your community. Because if you stick with one game, it, that's another avenue that the community is forming around, right? Yeah. But then the issue is, and uh, I think you can talk to, I talk to a lot of streamers about this. I can't do that. I can, I'm not going to be the person that streams one game. I, for one, I like games too much. I don't want to, I don't want to play one game or one yeah. franchise or one genre my entire streaming career. So I like, I started from the very beginning. I'm going to be a variety streamer, but I've talked with the guys that do one game and I asked them like, do you ever get tired of it? And they said, yeah, man, I, I, I honestly, I do. Like I, I play one game all the time. Obviously I'm getting tired of it, but if I go and I play something else, my viewers drop 50%, 75%, yeah. just like that. So that's a little bit of a caution there. You, something you might want to think about if you're thinking of streaming, if you want to go that route and trying to build a community around one singular game, it could definitely work out for you. It, it works out very often, especially if you are Dr. Disrespect or you're Ninja yeah. and you are right there on the cusp of a game rising. It's no coincidence that Dr. Disrespect r rose to fame right when PUBG released. It's no coincidence that Ninja, who streamed for seven years, suddenly skyrocketed when he streamed with Fortnite. It's because sure. though, those guys rose with those games. They already were amazing streamers, but they rose to huge success because they channeled themselves along with the rise of a game. And that can it's that's where the luck comes in. Like, how do you know what game is gonna do that? Uh, and you can try and calculate that because uh, you, you can guess it sometimes. You can try and predict it, but that's where the luck comes in a little bit. But you need to decide, like, do I want to be a singular streamer or do I want to be a variety streamer and, and, and go 
and make it a little bit more difficult on myself, but be able to, you know, play around in a lot of different areas. Yeah. So as a variety streamer, how have you handled that? Because it is, I, I, I've experienced the same thing. It's much more difficult. And a word of caution to those of you who are out there thinking, all right, I will just play Madden or I will just play this one game. It's not just you. There's two types of streamers, in my opinion. And again, Andrew, you could correct me if I'm wrong here. There are you are really good at streaming and you're entertaining and you have got this great personality or you are incredibly good at that one single game that you're playing. Uh, and so if you're going to play a single single game, you've got to have the personality or you've got to be great at the game. And someone like Ninja, who has both. I mean, you, you exactly. Just take off. Exactly what I was going to say. The the best case scenario is you have both because that that's what we saw with Doctor Disrespect and and Ninja. Doctor Disrespect, amazing personality. I mean, the guy is entertaining as hell. And on top of that, if you watch him play PUBG, he's damn good at the game. Yeah. And if you watch Ninja, oh my god! Like I, I I've been watching him recently, and I didn't know about this guy until maybe a month ago. I watched him play Fortnite, which I am absolutely terrible at. <laughs> I am so so awful at Fortnite. And I was just blown away by the way he's building this fort and also creating barriers between himself and the enemy in, in just this dynamic way and so quick and the way his mind works. And on top of that, while he's doing this, he's also explaining to his community how they can learn from him. And he, that's what was really cool to me about it is he's not only amazing at this game, he can take his eyes off somehow and still look at the chat, see what people are asking him and answer questions and instruct people on how they can be better at the game at the same time. Yeah, like that, that, that's the magic sauce right there. Like if you can figure out the way to be that big of a streamer and have that many people talking to you, be good at the game and also pay attention to your community and make them feel like they are being listened to, that's that's the gravy right there. That's what you need to find. No, absolutely. Well, I mean, that's next. That's next level stuff. <laughs> yeah, it takes a little while to get there because you're gonna be. It's it's multitasking for sure. And there's there's some guys that get lost in the game, and that's fine sometimes. You know, some people actually like that. They like watching a guy who's just gonna focus on the game. But I will say, most people go on Twitch because they want to interact with sure. the streamer. If you're if you don't want to interact with the guy, you watch him on YouTube. Twitch, Mixer, it's about interactivity. It's about talking with uh, a streamer and forming a relationship with the community around that as well. So I, I think uh, it's very important if you're going to be a streamer um, to focus on the chat. For me, I kind of have like a 50-50 rule. I, I do not want to take myself away from the chat more than 50% of the time. I feel like if I do that, I'm doing a disservice to the people that are watching me and, and they're not getting my attention. They, they deserve my attention. They're there. They're, they're tipping. They're subbing. They're cheering. They're doing these things. They deserve your attention. Otherwise, they go to YouTube, which is nothing wrong with that, but go to YouTube. If, if you want to not interact with the community, go to YouTube. Yeah, so let's talk about the ups and downs because streaming streaming is very up and down all the time, every day, every time you stream. Are there even you're at this level where you're about ready to go full time? Are there days where you just don't have as many people there in chat? Oh God, yeah. And how how do you handle that? What do you do? What are some tips for people who just don't have anyone there in chat? How how do you get your mindset? Because mm -hmm. uh, it's it's it can be demoralizing if you don't yep. come in with the correct mindset. It's happened to me even in the last two months since I announced going full time. I've had some really great streams uh, where I've hit a lot of viewers, and then I've had nights where it hovers around 15. And I don't want, if I want to press it, preface that by saying that's not bad. Like a lot of people are going to be like, 15, that's great. 15 is not bad. But if you're going full time, uh, you're, you're going to need more than 15 people watching you. So those nights where I hit 15, it definitely is, oh, wow. I already announced that I'm going full time. I'm already raising money. I only have 15 people in the room tonight. Like, 
this this isn't looking good but then you need to kind of like stop yourself and think why did this happen tonight like what did i do either wrong or what was wrong about the situation was it the night was it the time was it the game i was playing uh did i use the wrong tags did i use the wrong uh hashtags when i tweeted out like there, there's so many aspects to to streaming more than just the stream itself you need to take advantage of social media you need to take advantage of your discord community and this and that so there's a lot of aspects where you might have done something wrong that night that you might be able to tweak or, or do better so instead of thinking oh I, I suck like nobody wants to watch me think oh why was this night an outlier why was this night lower and try and figure out if there was a reason for it and if you can correct that because um, a lot of times you, you might be surprised it might be something as simple as oh game of thrones was on tonight you know like yeah. it, it, not that that was the case but something might have been going on that night maybe there was a huge event going on on twitch on the front page you know it, just because you were lower one night doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to continue or that you did something wrong uh so don't let it bring you down you have you kind of have to push through those those moments and, and and think about if there's a way you can correct it and sometimes it just sometimes it just happens yeah and so how do you how do you handle okay right now andrew you're streaming there's 10 there's 10 people in chat it's just a low night yeah how do you interact with those people how do you how do you handle it because because is it or is it an opportunity to connect to a deeper level with those 10 people uh, I think a little bit of both. It depends on if those people are chatting for sure. Sometimes yeah. you just get those 10 people and those 10 people aren't really chatters. But you, I don't think you ever want to get to that place where you think the chat is not, it's not scrolling. So nobody's in here. Nobody's talking to me. So I'm not going to talk. I'm just going to play. Uh, you know, this is just me. And I, I could, I'm just one streamer. So I don't want to act like I know everything. But even when that happens and the chat kind of slows to almost a crawl, I talk to myself. I, I talk I talk out loud about what's going on in the game, but I don't try and do it in, uh, I don't, I guess, an awkward way. You you yeah. want to almost be commentating on what's happening and tr you want to try and almost pull somebody out of the chat, like pull them in, you know, like uh, get them to come out of, out of their shell if they are a lurker. Um, and you can do that by just trying to be entertaining, of course, or maybe every 15 minutes you do take that moment to be like, Hey guys, slow night here, but I'd love to talk with you guys. I see there's 10 people in the chat. I, I'm Andrew, you know, I stream here five days a week. I'd love to talk with you guys. This, this is, this channel is all about community. It's all about building community. So if you have any desire to talk with me, I'd love to talk with you right now. And then maybe you get one person who says something and then, and then that's it. You got a person to talk to. And then maybe some other people chime in as well because they saw somebody else talking, you know? Yeah. No, great, great tips. Great, great advice. So what overall has been the biggest challenge? This whole, this entire four, this is a four-year journey that you're on. You're about ready to go full-time. What is by far the biggest challenge? I think the challenge has been getting stuck on that plateau. Uh, I think for us was the biggest, like, what, what can we do? Because I, I, I remember the last time I was on the show, it was probably leading up to the partner spotlight it that was, we were about it to was, have. It was, I think it was a week, maybe two weeks before the mm -hmm. partner spotlight. And for the longest time, we thought that was going to be our moment, right? Like we were like the partner spotlight will get on the front page for eight weeks, like for two hours, each of those eight weeks. Like, how can we not have a huge benefit from this? How can we not have uh, have community growth from this? But I'll be honest with you, it didn't really result in much growth. And here's the reason for it. When we were on the front page, people watched from the front page and they didn't come to our channel. They just mm -hmm. watched from the front page. And we did everything we could. We did giveaways. We did this and this. And we tried to pull people. We're like, guys, we understand you're watching from the front page. We understand it's convenient. 
but come in here. This, this channel has the best community you'll ever find on Twitch. I promise you, it's just the most welcoming, positive community. Come in here and chat with us. And we would get, we would get a few people here and there, but literally thousands of people were just watching from the front page and not following us, not coming to the channel. Mm. And it, it turned out to be really, really cool. It was like, we were on the front page. People saw us on the front page, but ultimately, wow, that didn't really do a lot for us. Like, we're back to the drawing board. Like, what are we going to do? Like, how do we make it? And I think what, that was when I decided, like, the only way is going full-time. The mm -hmm. only successful streamers are the ones that are full-time, yeah. that can dedicate themselves to 30 to 40 hours, be there consistently, and really take advantage of that. You just, it, it, that's the way it seemed like it had to be uh, in order for us to really get off that plateau. Uh, and the plateau was, you know, us at 10,000 plus followers and doing well. So I'm not going to, pretend that we weren't happy with our state, but you always want to be climbing, right? So we were just trying to figure out like what the next step for us was. So that was that was a real challenge because we, we really thought that for a moment that there was nothing we could do. And at that yeah. time, the full-time streaming idea was still a pipe dream in all honesty. I, I, re I really didn't think it was something I could do um, because I didn't think, I didn't think Kristen would go for it in all honesty. Like it's, it's a huge <laughs> risk. Um, and uh, I don't, and when I talked with her about, it, I, I have to say like, she's just, she was so supportive of oh, me because I think after four years of putting her through it, <laughs> you know, all the the late nights and whatnot, she, she knows how important this is to me. And, uh, and I, and she, she was on board and I even talked with family members because uh, I wanted to make sure that it wasn't just her on board. I wanted to make sure my parents thought it, it was okay. And her parents thought it was okay. And, and this and that, and everybody was so supportive because, and honestly, not even just supportive, excited. They were excited for me because they understood like, this is your dream. Like, this is what you want to do. And maybe it doesn't become your full-time career ultimately, but you get to do this for a year potentially and have a great time and say, you tried it out. And that's, that's, that's all you need. And honestly, if that's what happens. Cool. I, I got, I got to do it for a year and give it my, my full shot and, and see what happens. You know? Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's, that's so exciting. That's such a great attitude to have right now. You're balancing work. You're balancing yeah. streaming. You're really making a hard push on streaming. Uh, tell me about, so you're working 40 hours a week. Mm -hmm. How many hours of that week is spent streaming? And then something that a lot of people don't realize, how many hours is spent in preparation? There's more preparation than streaming, in all honesty, for me. But the, I'm a little bit of a different situation because we do talk shows. Mm -hmm. A lot of people just, they jump online, they tweet out their stuff, they do all their social media, and they're on, and they're streaming. So that's the, you know, that's the big part of their day of their streaming career. For me, it's always been talk shows. And I, I probably put about 10 to 15 hours of work into the talk show each week and just searching for stories and building videos and, and, and this and that. Um, it's probably gone down over time because I have found my templates. I've created all my templates and I've tried to streamline things as much as possible. But whenever that happens, I try and think, okay, what can I do in that extra time? If, I, if I'm not... If I've saved time by creating these templates, what can I do to spice up the production value or do something cool and interesting? One thing I started recently, um, we do something called staggers uh, on our channel because um, obviously we get tips and all this kind of stuff. And sometimes people do $50 tips. They do these ridiculous tips. And we wanted to do something cool for those people that go above and beyond more than just, oh, they get a uh, like a, a cool audio hook or something. Sure. So what we decided is if you tip exactly $33.33, it puts us into a staggered state. And if any any guy who's 
played RPGs, I think knows like stagger is when the enemy, their defenses are lowered because you did a critical attack or something on them, right? And their, their defenses are lowered for a certain amount of time and, and so on. So for us, we've got that prize wheel. Every, every time somebody supports the channel, they get a spin of the prize wheel, they get XP or this and that. But if you stagger, this cool animation happens and literally on the show or on my game stream, I get attacked by a, like a magical attack. I put up a force field and I created all this stuff <laughs> in green screen effects and using this new Elgato stream deck I've got over here, I've got all these hotkeys and visual effects. So literally it looks like I'm being attacked from off screen by this magical attack and I'm putting up a force field and then I get overcome by the attack and a HP bar goes above my head. And for a minute, people have lowered my defenses. So no longer is it $5 to get a spin of the wheel. It's now $1. And it, it, it's, it's this cool thing where somebody gets to start this for one. There's one person that gets to be like, I'm going to be the one to start the stagger with $33.33. And then all of a sudden, everybody comes in full fours, 100 bits here, $1 there. And it's just like, it's just this really cool moment where everybody comes together to support the streamer, which is obviously amazing. I support that so much. But on top of that, it's uh, everybody gets to kind of have, have a part in, in this cool thing that just happened. So those are the kind of things like when I, I'm always thinking of what can I do to separate my stream? Once again, going back to that, like I've never seen this before. I've never seen anybody do like an animation where they're being attacked and it does this and that. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to make it really visually impressive and I'm going to try and get attention in that way. Uh, and that's something I can do to fill in uh, maybe time I, I, I saved by doing templates on the, on the yeah. video creations <laughs> on Sunday. So I, I'm, I'm always working, honestly. If, if, if uh, I would say 20 plus hours a week, I'm working on the show. Um, and I, I'd say a good 10 plus of that is, uh, is creating things. Um, just trying to improve the quality of the stream, improve on the ideas that we have. If you, you never want to settle. Yeah. If, I, I think if, if you get into that mood where you're settling and you're just stuck in a groove, I think that's when you're going to stay stuck on that plateau. You've got to always be thinking like what's next, because if it's your career, especially yeah. you've got to, you've got to uh, adapt um, to the times. Like when, when somebody like a doctor disrespect comes in and, and takes over Twitch or a ninja comes in, and takes over Twitch. Like you need to, you need to learn from those moments and be like, what am I going to do now to, to, you know, grab some attention. Um, it's, it's an ever evolving thing. You're never done. Yeah, if 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 you don't take anything else away from this, uh, everyone out there in Radio Land, if you don't take anything else away from this, take away that quote. You never want to settle. There's a great quote by Denzel Washington that that reminded me of. I actually I don't know if it's by Denzel Washington, but he said it in a speech, uh, and he said, "Ease is the biggest threat to progress." Uh, so you never you never want to settle. You always want to be pushing forward, and that's how your stream gets better. Your, you know, you get more like you get more efficient with your mm -hmm. setup, so you have more time and 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 so on and so forth. Great, great advice. Okay, one more, uh, one more kind of serious question, and then we'll get to the fun stuff. Okay, sacrifice. Yeah, everybody watches Ninja and mm -hmm. says, "Oh man, look at one hundred twenty-five thousand subscribers. Look how many people right. in his chat. Oh my goodness, look at what he's doing. He got so lucky. Oh, look at. I wish I was that lucky." They see the end product. What they don't see is the years of sacrifice mm -hmm. that goes into that. What have you sacrificed in your streaming career? Yeah, I, I mean, going back to Ninja, that guy's been streaming for seven years, guys. He's been around since Justin.tv. Like, he's been around since the very beginning. He has sacrificed a lot. And uh, and I can say that I've I've definitely sacrificed a lot, and my wife has sacrificed a lot. Um I, as I said earlier in the stream, like I literally leave her in bed three, four days a week 
to sleep by herself so I can come down here and stream. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not it's not something that she's ever going to be fully okay with. Um, <laughs> that, that, that's a it's a big sacrifice. And that's time that I, I would like to spend with her, too. It's 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 tough because I, I want to do both. And it's I feel like I'm being pulled in multiple directions sometimes because uh, I so desperately want this to happen. I want to make a career out of this, but I don't want to lose time away from my child and this and that. And that's why I do it late at night. Like I don't want to take any time away from the prime hours of the day or, or the night when I can spend time with them. And that's why I, I relegate that time to late at night. It's the only way I can do it. I get four hours of sleep a night, you know, like that's what I have to do. Um, I put in 60, 70 hours a week on, you know, when you add on the, the 40 hour a week plus a week job that I have as an architect at 70 hours a week, you know, that I'm working on that and, and on streaming. And and on top of that, it's it, like, it's a lot of energy. A lot of people just think, Oh, you're just streaming. You're, you're playing games. You're having fun. It's you are, you're having fun. Don't get me wrong. I, people wouldn't do it if they weren't having fun. Um, but it, it's exhausting, man. Mm. It's ex- you're an entertainer. You're not just a streamer. If you're just a streamer, you're not going to make it. You have to be an entertainer. Um, you need to, you need to, uh, have a good time with your chat. You need to make them feel, uh, like they're, they're watching more than just somebody playing a game, you know? Uh, and that, that takes a, a fair amount of energy. You need to be always on. And that's what I decided when, like earlier, I said, this year was going to be the year where I, I go full in. Right. I decided like, I'm never going to have that moment where I'm tired and I'm going to become more quiet or I'm not going to be full energy. It's like, no, every moment I'm streaming, I need to be full energy i need to be the best version of myself on stream and that that's a lot to ask of somebody and honestly and and i feel bad i'll, I'll watch some streamers and you can tell they're just they're having maybe they're sick or they're just having a down night and yeah. sometimes the chat will be getting on them and this and that it's like i don't think some of you understand like it's it, it's yeah. tough sometimes it really is tough to stay at that level all the time to just be on all the time it's a lot to ask of somebody and i, I think people like like are just like dance monkey dance and it's, it's like <laughs> you know like these are, these are people like these are people that are taking time of their day and they're they're trying to entertain you they're doing the best they can uh it, it's a lot to ask sometimes you know yeah all right sacrifice Sacrifice. I know that's that's one thing that I think a lot of people just don't realize that, you know, you see the end, you see the end. I mean, we all do it. We see the end result. And we're like, oh, man, he got so lucky. Well, maybe sometimes it is luck, but most of the times, nine times out of 10, it's a lot of time, a lot of dedication and a yeah. lot, a lot of sacrifice. And uh, we don't we don't get to see that on our end. So what is your what has been your favorite all time game? to stream that you've ever streamed that it just everything came together you loved it it was a blast you were enjoying yourself chat was enjoying yourself wow. if you could if you could have that every night what 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 game gave you that experience there's been several that really pop up and for really different reasons though and this, like the first one i'm going to say is going to seem so bizarre like why yeah. would you choose this game but the witness Oh. Uh, which is a really slow puzzle game right yeah uh, but it was one of the First games I streamed when I decided I was going to do four days a week variety game streaming and really start trying to build the channel into more than just a talk show channel. I, it was very early on in that. And uh, and it, I'm streaming late at night, right? I'm streaming at midnight. And I decided I'm going to do The Witness. I'm just going to put on song requests and I'm going to play uh, the music people want to listen to and I'm going to talk with people and we're going we're gonna to figure out these puzzles together. And it turned into this really like relaxing soothing experience that got a lot of viewers 
a lot people loved it they and they kept wanting me to play the game every every time they're like play the witness play the witness play the witness because it was just chill and nice and i i, I there's nothing in that game besides the puzzles right so i I was 90% chat, 10% game that night. You know, I was talking with the chat. We were having full conversations and sharing stories. Uh, so that was great because uh, I got to connect with the community in a really big way playing that game. And on top of that, I think that is one of my favorite puzzle games I've ever played at this point. I love The Witness. Yeah. So that one's the first one to pop into my mind. Okay, another one is I've never been a horror guy. Never. <laughs> For one, because when I typically would play horror games before I was a streamer, I would play them by myself. Oh, and yeah, I just I, I just cut it. And yeah. then I realized streaming horror games is amazing because you've got this community behind you, uh, you know, to to kind of build your as like emotional support almost, I guess you could say. <laughs> like even though the and I don't have it's not dark in here either, that helps. Uh so I've got the lights on no matter what. But being able to play a horror game and actually get through the whole thing and have the chat having so much fun with it i think resident evil 7 was the first one the first horror game that i ever went all the way through streamed and i i think i have my favorite clips from that game <laughs> uh that i have you ever played resident evil 7 oh yes yes i have that beginning uh with oh, oh, what was her name i'm trying to think of the uh the girlfriend's name I... the blank on it I don't i have i don't remember either but, but you remember the... that part where she comes out with the knife oh and stabs man the knife yeah Oh. I swear, man, the, the clip of that is my favorite I think I've your, ever had. Your entire experience in that house at first is just the creepiest. So creepy. Yeah. I, I loved that moment. I loved uh, the clip uh, button, man. We have like a, a command in chat more than just you have to click on the clip button. You can just type in exclamation point clip. And I swear it was just exploding with that <laughs> command because so many clips came out of the moments. And the best part of it all was it was 100% real terror on my part. Like I was <laughs> I was terrified uh, and I enjoyed the hell out of that. I really had a great time. And because of that, I went on to do Evil Within and then Evil Within 2. And now I'm doing Bloodborne, which isn't horror, but uh, I'm, I'm getting into those games more and more now because I'm realizing people really enjoy that for one. Yeah. And I actually enjoy it too now because I get to share it with the community. Um, cool. I, I'd say the horror games uh, this past year have been probably the highlights for me. Very yeah. cool. Excellent. Which is different well, for me. Definitely different yeah. for me. No, that's uh, I, horror games are not my cup of tea either. Well, the, this has been fantastic, Andrew. Thank you so much. Good luck to you. In, in, oh, we will all be paying attention. We are all rooting for you. Where can people go if they want to donate to your cause, if they want if they want to help you go full-time? Well, I mean, first of all, I appreciate just coming and checking the channel out. Like I say all the time, a lot of people, people will be tipping a hundred dollars sometimes. And there'll be people in the chat saying, I feel so bad. I don't, I'm a kid. I don't have a job or this and that. And I'm always the same way. It's like you just being here watching right now and, and talking with us is amazing. Yeah. You're part of this community. You're sharing in it. You're here. That is support all by itself. Um, so if anybody wants to just come and check out the channel it's twitch.tv slash the level up show as i've said already our community i really think is the most welcoming positive community i've ever seen on twitch and i frequent a lot of channels i i on twitch especially and i just i can't believe that somehow i've gathered all these amazing people and got them to stick around on our channel they're just they're just amazing so you'll be welcomed with open arms everybody will uh, be happy to, to see you there um so that's that's where you can start uh and then you know we've got all of our different um channel links and stuff on our website, thelevelupnetwork.com. Uh, you can find our tip jar on there, which is a, 
a way you can support the channel. We've got patreon.com slash the level up network, the same way you guys have your Patreon and do really well with that. That's a way to routinely uh, support our channel, of course. Um, and uh, of course, what we're really trying to work on right now is bringing in new subs on Twitch, um, getting our sub count up, uh, you know, getting people to stick around in that way. We've seen amazing uh, stuff happen since sub gifting. I don't know if you know about that on Twitch. You can actually gift subs to somebody else now. Oh, I didn't know that. On actually, Twitch. Actually. And I've, it's it's insane there's some people that'll that'll gift 10 subs in a night like it's wow. it's unbelievable because that I, that's how they think that they're doing their part you sure. know like i'm not going to tip i'm going to give a sub to somebody else i'm going to get your numbers up i'm going to get you new emotes as a result of that uh so it's it's people are finding ways to support us in a multitude of ways people are doing artwork for us now they're writing on our blog you know it's it's unbelievable the amount of support coming from all these different directions yeah, very cool. Well, he is Andrew. Uh, go check him out. Go check out his channel. Check out his shows. They are all excellent. We are so happy for you. Thank you so much, Andrew, for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I really I love when I'm on here, and I hope to have you guys on the show again very, very soon. we got E3 coming up. Maybe yes. we got to do our E3 predictions, of course. Absolutely. Again. We need to talk about Xbox some more. We need to talk about <laughs> Xbox at all tonight. So uh, hopefully uh, very, very soon we can talk about that. Wait, you guys are going to E3, aren't you? We are going to E3. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Super exciting. So maybe before E3, we can get you guys on the show to talk <laughs> yeah. about that. That'll be Absolutely. amazing. Good for you guys. Yeah, yeah. No, we're really, we're really super stoked about it. Maybe that's in our future. Not yet, because we're on the we're on the East Coast, but maybe some sometime we can meet you guys at E3. Sure. That would be great. That'd be great. Anyways, well, thank you very much, Andrew. Thank you. That brings us to the part of the show where we take your questions and we answer them, or we attempt to answer them. Every week you can uh, write us over at facebook.com forward slash X1 Bros. There's a post that goes up. You can leave your comments below. It's a good time. If you've not followed us yet on Facebook, make sure you do. Post goes up daily. We've got discussions going over there as well as, you know, Discord and the rest of the place. So come and make sure that you follow us there. Happy Mayo writes in and says, Crackdown, what do you guys think? Can it be a console seller or has the delays made the hype fizzle? Jordan, what do you think? Crackdown 3, console I, seller, or is that game too little too late? No, I think it can be. I mean, I mean, tons of games have been waited, you know, years and years to come out, and they still pushed a lot of hardware, right? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, if it's a fun game, it'll sell, right? And yeah. if it's a fun game, it'll sell hardware. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's usually what happens. So, no, it looks like a good... I've never played a Crackdown game, so I don't know for sure, but everybody that I've talked to that has played a Crackdown game... Loves it. One or two, they really like yeah. the Crackdown formula, so... And this, I mean, with complete, complete environment in destruction, it seems like maybe it needed an Xbox One X in order for it to function properly. That is here, so hopefully it can come out. Yes, but remember... The yeah. cloud computing, right? Yeah, they do use cloud computing, but remember, any Xbox One X game can also play... On yeah, on other ones. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, so, like, so it, I mean, it, the technology was there before. Oh, so this okay. is just enhanced, you know yeah. what I mean? No, absolutely. Mr. McSpicy, how about you? Crackdown 3, can it be a console seller, or do you think it's too little too late? We've known about it for too long, and eh, it's not really doing anything for me. Well, I mean, I, I don't think those questions are necessarily related. I think, it. yes, it can be a console seller. I yeah. mean, good games sell, and great games sell consoles. Oh, Matshot just said good games sell. Boom. Oh. Hashtag. Hey, that's Matt your, Shot. That's, that's your Fortnite, Fortnite uh, yeah. beams crossing our, right there. Our, uh, on the same our wavelength. We've, we've mind molded. <laughs> Anyways, um, continue. Yeah, good games sell, great games sell consoles. So uh, if it's a great game, then yeah, it'll absolutely sell console. 
I would say yes, the hype has fizzled a lot because it's taken so long. Sure. So I would definitely say that um, it's just it's almost like a I wouldn't say a, a joke at this point, but it's it's been so long, you know, yeah. for waiting for this game. And I, I think that hurts a game. Uh, I really do. But at the same time, the power of Twitch, the power of Mixer, the power of YouTube videos Could showing bring that hype right back. Yeah. If someone's having a good time and someone else sees that it's going to light switch, it'll flip the flip, you know, the the uh, excitement and it will sell. Yeah. If it's good. I mean, it's a, it's a good game. Great question. Thank you. Happy Mayo for writing in. Appreciate that. Morbid Crusader in chat. Just ask, what are you guys more excited for? Anthem, Battlefield 2018, or Black Ops 4? Let's start. I'll start with that one. Anthem, hands down, no questions. What Anthem showed me in their Iron Man suit diving underwater, mm -hmm. doing its Destiny, look at us, we can be better than Destiny thing, got me going like no naked lady could ever do. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that game. I am so excited <laughs> for that game uh, in ways are, that are you, unhealthy. You are so good at making things uncomfortable. <laughs> thank, <me>. you, thank <laughs> you. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I am so excited for that game. By far, Anthem, of, of the three, Black Ops 4, Battlefield 2018, Anthem has the most hype for me at this at this moment in time. Jordan, how about you? I don't know. It's it's between probably Battlefield and Anthem, but probably Anthem because it's new and yeah. exciting and stuff, right? Battlefield. But I mean, whoever does the Battlefield trailers, I mean, oh, he knows dude, how to so well. That that no, person, they have a professional do those. They're yeah, just a no, good that, editor. That and they have. They, I don't know if he he and the stuff guy gets together or something, <laughs> but they they just make gold. No, uh, yeah, I'm sure there's a team because they. I mean, they custom make the music for yeah. certain shots. You know, it's just they they know what they're doing. So they they're, know how they're, to they're pros. Yeah. And I mean. I they I don't know Battlefield I feel like knows Dice knows how to hype a game yeah. I feel like they so it, really it's, good, it's yeah. close between but honestly I'd probably lean Anthem right now because it's new right it's, okay you know, we haven't seen it yet it's new it's exciting sure Mr McSpicy how about you oh Anthem yeah it's it's a no brainer for me what about that the just everything involved yeah or? well. You give me a Destiny game where I can be Tony Stark, I'm in. <laughs> but I mean, seriously, that's that's awesome. Flying through that the jungle scene in that and just how dense it looked and involved and the world was alive. That that is one thing that if you if you just take let's just take Destiny, let's just take the Fortnite model. Let's take PUBG, let's take Destiny, and let's make it better. Take Destiny and make the worlds alive. That's Destiny's problem with their worlds. Or, or it's weakness, I guess. I don't think it's its problem. It's a great game. But it's the worlds aren't alive like that world looked. That it Anthem. looked, yeah. Now, it might not be. It might be completely dead, and it doesn't matter. But it looked lush. There was animals there that you saw. There was stuff happening, water, and you could go you, under the water, etc. Do you ever think, like, alive. you know how he was flying through and he dove into the water? Do you ever think, like, you can mistake that for, like, a puddle? And accidentally kill yourself <laughs> like in game, like because I well I think in about the that, suit like, you're you're totally cool in the suit, man. <laughs> it's got like it for a puddle, yeah. And you're just like, oh, okay, let me dive down. Like when you <laughs> dive in the shallow part of the, end yeah, of the pool, yeah, exactly. It's got That's, like that great it's styro. As, it's futuristic. It's not as deep as you thought it was. This futuristic cushion in the suit. <laughs> it's it like styrofoam. It analyzes the depth before you go down. Oh, it won't let you. It's, it's, it's like Jarvis. Jarvis will take care of you. It's like the technology in cars that breaks if you're gonna hit something for you. That's what that has. It's got a brake feature. <laughs> that is a good point. I mean, yeah. You just see, just in the distance, this Iron Man like, goes oh, straight and head dive right into the ground. You're like, oh, there's David. And then he dives down and just tongue like an arrow in the yeah. ground. So funny. Thank you, Morbid Crusader. Great, great question. Thank you very much.
Dr. Teeth, the one and only, writes in. I don't know if you guys saw this news, but I thought I'd include it. He says, I am sad. I have fond memories of Toys R Us oh, in yeah, the U.S. Right. I feel like a bit of my childhood have has died. Do you have any fond memories or am I just being nostalgic? So Toys R Us, it's over. It's done. It was announced this week. It's closing all of its stores. That does make me sad. Are they going to have like a big sale? <laughs> I mean, let's go right into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah obviously. I, have I feel bad, so. but let's get some good stuff out of this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just don't thinking, like any part no, of the no, animal. I, go <laughs> use every part of the animal when it dies. Right. That's that's the no, I, I, no, philosophy it's, here. No, it's very. I like Toys R Us too. It's where I picked up. But some see, of that's my what first... you start out with, <laughs> no, and then yeah. you say, "Is there a sell?" <laughs> no, uh, well, because I I'm thinking. I mean, that's a well, lot. Remember of, when you were? Kid, I mean, do you this, think like uh, amiibos will be on sale or something? Because I'd go. For yeah, that's where amiibo. I did get my amiibo. A couple games. Maybe? Jordan, well, Jordan was with me when I was on my amiibo. So I used, I used, I was an Amazon seller. For those of you that don't know, what that means basically means I can resell stuff on Amazon, and I get the Prime. Everything that ships ships from Amazon with Prime. Um, so I used to buy a lot of stuff, and I will say I know why Toys R Us went out of business. Their prices were higher on all their toys than any other store that I went to. What I would do is buy stuff and resell it. However, they had a sale at Christmas time, and I bought two hundred plus Zelda amiibos. A lot, a lot. <laughs> I cleared out the shelf. The shelf, and I'm standing in line, and Jordan's with me. And we're like, yeah, this is awesome. You, I just, you know, just what, you it know what gets me is I still. You remember the guy that got mad? And like the next cash register was open. Yeah, people get mad at you like, when you buy stuff in that amount of quantity all the time. Well, the mad. guy and we even. I, I think. I think that. So I have a friend that uh, he's a toy collector. Okay. And, okay. And I actually told him this week about that story about <laughs> how you would do that, and he called you. It was a term. It was like a. It wasn't a poacher. No, it was like a sleuth or something. But there is a term for people like you in the toy <laughs> in the toy community that oh go God. and just take it all. Oh, yeah, it, took is it all. the term wealthy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because do you realize what happened? Or, no, I told him the term should be smart because you're reselling it at a at more value. Yeah. You know, well, the sale and that, you keep the ones. The sale that Toys R Us had was insane on that. And those at the time, so the Link one, which now you can get. I mean, Link is like one of the most common ones. Yeah. But at the Time, Link was selling for sixty bucks a pop on Amazon. I don't set the prices. Amazon sets the prices. Yeah. I send them to Amazon, and Amazon resells those. So I had cleared out. I had like two shopping carts, and Jordan's sitting there with me. And it's like it's like two weeks before Christmas, you know. Yeah. And we're standing there in line, la la la. And this lady, and I'm not thinking because I'm just like, okay, this is this is how much this is. I'm thinking, how much per thing are we going to sell these for? And I'm sitting there, and this lady behind this older lady. No, it was a guy, some guy. No, it was Toys a, Us. I, at Toys R Us, it was some guy. Oh, and oh okay. Why? What made me mad is is you no, turn, no, 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 because no, you turn, you're like, hey, sorry, we're just buying a lot of stuff. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And and then I was like, there's a freaking kid. There was a cash register like right next to us where no one was in line. Oh like, yeah. He was no, no. So he got person. mad, but then the lady that was waiting there that was nice, he oh. and he went to the other cash register when I pointed that out to him. Also, me and Jordan were both bigger than him. So what is he, what is he going to do? Hey, genius! If you look to your left, that lady's waiting for <laughs> Jordan you. Jordan was light on. <laughs> Anyways, but then there was a lady behind us, and she was like, "Oh, I've been looking everywhere for these link things for my husband." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I got them all." And I just turned around. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> yeah, I just wasn't was thinking. I was just like, because yeah. I was thinking about other stuff. <laughs> yeah. And Jordan, right to her. I said it like with a smile. I wasn't like being a jerk. No, you were trying like, to be. You're like, oh yeah. Yeah, these are cool. Yeah, these are really in high Yeah, they're hard to find. But I wasn't thinking. And then Jordan's like, hey, why don't you give her one? 
Jordan. Because like she my, had like, like Captain my, Falco, like or my conscious, and I was like, "Would you like? Would you like one? Take as many as you like." And she just she well, took you, one. You traded her. I think you gave her one. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wasn't even off. thinking, and I felt like such a jerk, and I I didn't mean to be. Well, but that's that's funny. some of my fond memories at Toys R Us, right there. <laughs> wasn't okay. So people would get you know pissed off at you. Didn't oh, you? So mad. Didn't you start to just say, "Oh, I'm just getting this for charity," and then people were like, oh, yeah. at oh! Christmas. At Christmas, yeah. yeah, yeah. So at Christmas, around stuff in the because around Christmas time, people would get mad when you. So what I would do is I'd go to Walmart and I'd go to the clearance section, and when I found something that I knew would sell on Amazon, I would buy all of it. Yeah, but usually that was like so. I bought, for instance, the Christmas Barbie doll at Walmart. Yeah, I bought like five hundred Christmas Barbies. (laughs) It was like four shopping carts. It was huge. It was so it was so big, just stacked up. I mean, above your face. And I'm in line and the cash registers get mad. It's like, why are you mad? I'm buying all of your stuff from you. <laughs> Anyways. So I started telling oh, this is this is Toys for Tots. Or so you know, yeah. I would just Didn't say one lady say, say like, I don't think oh, we can okay. sell you these. No, no. Wasn't one that? person got mad because I bought Office Office Max had these pens on sale <laughs> for ninety cents. Normally normally these pens are ten dollar pens. They were just trying to get rid of them. Their their individual store couldn't sell them. On Amazon, I could sell those. That's yeah. not an issue. For $10, what they originally go for. It's a $9 profit. I bought them all. The manager was like, are you going to be reselling these? And I said, yes. Like, And he said it like really confrontational. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. And he's like, I don't know if I could let you do that. And I was like, why don't you get your manager on the phone and see if you're going to deny me buying your product that you have for sale in your store. And I was like, well, okay. Like what? So what, your what store, your, yeah, you're trying to get rid of these. Why these don't are you sell it? Because no one will buy them from your store. I'm saying I want to buy them. Well, that's what I didn't get. Why people? Problem? Why are you so that's mad? That's why I didn't get why people got mad. Not stealing it's, them. It's a mutual deal. Yeah, you're buying it from them, and then you're selling it to some that's other so guy funny. across the country. They can't buy it. Like yeah. it's a mutual deal. Oh, so funny. Anyways, that, I wonder what yeah, like, our, the psychology our. behind why they get mad. I think they get mad because, especially as the manager of the store, they weren't able to sell them, and I'm. It's like the okay, so it's the same thing as when I'm. It's a one lane freeway, mm-hmm. and I go to pass this car that's going really slow, and they speed up because they <laughs> don't want to be passed. That's yeah. the same concept. It's like a pride thing, then, right? Did you really tell him that? Did you say, "Hey, get your manager on the phone. We'll ask if." You yeah, no, I was so it. mad. And the reason he, the reason he was this older guy, and I, what made me mad is, and I hate when this happens. Uh, sometimes it happens to my wife because she looks really young. I mean, she is young, but. She looks younger than she is, and she's short and thin. So they, when they think they talk to you like that because they think you're a kid, and they don't, so they don't show you that. Yeah. That makes me so mad. Yeah. Anyways, well, no, I've I've noticed this too. Like at work and stuff, like they talk to you, but then when you like kind of push back a little, they're like, oh, yeah. yeah. When you push you're back, right. a bit, hey, like, you're hey, right. I'm not going to take that. Like when from you, you started the revolution at the Microsoft. Store. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the, uh, the Microsoft Store Revolution. <laughs> The X1 Bros. Of, uh, uh, 13. Yeah, 2013 founding. Microsoft <laughs> Revolution. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyways, toy, so Toys R Us. I remember going to Toys R Us, and it was like it was, it was was like the greatest thing ever. Yeah, Just you being in games awe there, of cards Toys R Us. There. It makes me sad that it's going away. I want, yeah. What toy stores? I, I know it's going away because it was so expensive. Like Walmart, way cheaper. Target, way cheaper. Mm-hmm. Toys R Us, I don't know what they're buying, who was who doing their buying for them, but... So more expensive than anywhere else, and I know that just because I'd go there to shop for toys yeah. all the time for Amazon. But so sad. Lots of memories yeah. there. Mixed yeah. spicy. I have no memories there. Oh, you want to know a memory I have? Uh, my grandparents were watching me for like a month uh, down in California where I, where I was living, and they came down. And my grandpa, super nice guy, and I I totally just went to the store. I was like, Grandpa, can you take me to Nintendo? I want to buy a game. 
I had no money. I took him there because I knew he would buy the game for me. <laughs> and then I picked ready. This is how this is this is how lame I was as a kid. I picked it was F Zero. Yeah. It was Super oh, yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. F Zero. I picked it up off the counter, walked all the way to the cash register with no money in my pocket, thinking, Grandma's just gonna buy this for me. And then he did. But what if he would have called me? I'm sure he knew. Like, what if he would have called me on that? Like, what would I do? Oh, you're so uh, funny. Oh, what? That's where all our grandparents' money went, huh? Yeah, yeah, to my one one F-Zero game (laughs) on Super Nintendo, which, by the way, I think was $59 at the time. Was that? I thought it was $30. Weren't old Super Nintendo games $40? Oh, you're right. They were were $40. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. They were $39.99. That cartridge. But remember, at, at Toys R Us, it was the flaps. And like you could see all the pictures of the game, and you had to take the slip. That's how it was yeah. at Toys R Us. Yeah, for good reason. Oh, so I, I was too poor to go there. I, I never got <laughs> games. I had to go to Kmart instead. <laughs> Kmart sucks. <laughs> What's well, Kmart still in business? Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess so. Well, I, I think if you're so, you guys have this. I think a lot of the sadness is the nostalgia with Toys yeah, R Us. Yeah, yeah. Because when you just say. Hey, we don't know how to sell stuff online. Amazon, can you take care of this? There's, you know, that's really what happened. They're, they're, didn't they have Amazon as their fulfiller for online sales? I don't know if they did. No, I don't know. Oh, I really, I really think that uh, they, they just weren't changing with well, the no, market. No, they didn't. I don't understand their buyer because I don't understand how. I know Walmart has a huge buy, like they have a huge pool. Costco has a huge pool, like in in that they can dictate prices when they're buying in that much bulk. But surely Toys R Us, a national slash a store chain like that that just sells stores has that same kind of power or similar their prices i mean when i'd say more i'm talking five ten dollars more on like a twenty dollar lego set yeah that you could get for for 15 everywhere else at toys r us it was 20 for no reason like there's no i think what happened is they didn't change the toy stores used to be the only places that sold toys now everywhere sells toys so they did not change with the times but it's sad Hmm. The, the the song is what i'll miss most I don't want to grow up. I'll always be a Toys R Us kid. Oh, yeah, I remember that song. With the giraffe. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that giraffe. It's I remember a, a lot of those. Anyways, great question. Dr. Teeth taking us down memory road there, and I probably just offended a lot of people. I did, too, by saying Kmart sucks. By the way, <laughs> that's a quote from Rain Man. It's a oh, Tom yeah. Cruise line. Oh, there you go. So it, it's not offensive because I quoted it. <laughs> uh, Mark Blanchard writes in and says, I have a lot of games on ready to download and would like to put them on a USB flash di- drive or something, what do you guys recommend I buy in order to do that? A really I'll, big flash drive. Well, I'll tell you what. Mr. McSpicy and Jart the Man have an SSD external drive mm-hmm. that yeah. you guys love, right? Yeah, it's fast. It's, great. it's real fast. Speed it's from Oyen Digital, and it's Oyen. it's uh, SSD. It's specifically made for Xbox. gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, gaming. Yeah. So something like that is what I would and recommend. You don't, you don't necessarily need to get Oyen, but any SSD that's... You know, USB 3.0 should would do the job. Should, that's for speed. But if you want bulk, they have eight terabytes now. Oh, they have huge that you could get just plug into. Well, that's what I have. I have a big one. I don't know what I have. I think I think I only have five right now. I think the eight ter. I watch. I look at these hard drives all the time. Yeah. Yeah. One seventy nine for eight terabytes on Amazon. If you just want, it's the biggest SSD you can get. Well, that's not an SSD. That's I know, but I'm just saying, like, what's the the big? What's the biggest? Yeah, I mean, I know you really don't have a limit, but what's the biggest they sell before the money gets out of hand? Want me to call NASA and find (laughs) out what they use? Well, I mean, before the money gets out of hand, what's the biggest on the market right now? I actually, I actually don't know. I think that that that's that's a lot smaller. 
just because of the nature of SSDs. They're trying to milk that, yeah, uh, and make them make their money back on the research and development that that took that. But um, as time goes on, SSDs will get. But actually, they're a lot cheaper than they were three years ago for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, depends on what you want. If you want speed, get an SSD. If you want quant, you know, a lot of room, go to Amazon. Look for an eight terabyte uh, hard drive and uh, make sure it's three and you'll be good. Yeah. Then you'll never have to worry about it again. I would like to give my condolences real quick to NK Woa in chat. He says, I'm distraught over here. My Xbox One X just took a dump and died tonight. This is my second no. replacement console. No, that's so sad. There it is. That's Amazing Grace. On a recorder. On a recorder that I played. His Xbox. Recorded. This is his uh, second Xbox. His second Xbox that's replacement. Hurts. So uh, Jordan has had some experiences with this. I would recommend, uh, in all honesty, some real advice. I would recommend calling Microsoft. I mean, it sounds like you already um, have. Yeah. With your, with your second replacement, call them again and say, "This is my second replacement. It's it's dead again. What do I do?" And they're pretty good about well, it's it. Well, still, even if you get a replacement, it, that new replacement is still under warranty. Yeah. If you got it from Microsoft, well, I mean, even if you buy it anywhere, they all have the year yeah. warranty. Right? So definitely, I would contact someone over, over there. That's that's well. I mean, I feel like I should say some words there. You just did, weren't you? Saying words? <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I mean like saying like, you know, funeral type of words in memory of the Xbox One X there. No, but I would seriously call Microsoft and, and chat with someone. Jordan yeah, had I an do, issue. Uh, Jordan had an issue where this games wasn't letting him play. Yeah, Fortnite actually. Um, no matter what I did, it would always crash on me. I uninstalled and reinstalled. And I tried different. I tried both Xboxes. Like it was just, it was, it was really weird. So, uh, cause I have the one S and then my new one X. So I tried yeah. both Xboxes. Uh, it was super weird. I got in contact with, uh, this Ash- was this week. I think it was Ashley H. Ashley H. I remember from yeah. customer support. Now, was this on chat? Online chat? chat? I do the chat. Yeah, yeah. I do the online chat as well. Yeah. I do the online chat. It's, it's a quick, it's easy. You sign into your micro Microsoft account. What's nice about the chat is they have your profile there. So they know all your information already. Yeah. Um, anyway, I told her my problem and she basically hit the let Jordan play button. She's like, oh, let me, I'm sorry. That's actually, that's funny. <laughs> no, that's it's a I, big button. It's a they speaker. have your IP, man. And she <laughs> was like, oh, okay. I mean, we went deep into the Xbox psyche, man. It, yeah. was, it was it was a crazy service call. But uh, yeah, she basically said, all right, here's the secret button. Uh, go ahead and flip that for us. And uh, she did a little thing on her end, and it was just, uh, it was a What jail. was it? Do you know what it was? Um... It was a huge long explanation. No. Yeah. Okay. But uh had to do with your network or something? No, it was oh, it was, was like on their an side? Xbox. Oh yeah. Well it had to do with my Xbox and like my pro it was it was it was yeah, it was intense stuff. Yeah, I find their customer surf service, especially for being such a large corporation at the X at, at specifically at the Xbox, has always been fan- my Xbox, my original Xbox, the OG died. Yeah. Replaced it right away. Sent me sent me a replacement one in the no problem. I was yeah. I was golden. So they Mark put his really in the good. oven a couple times. Yeah. Field three sixty. No, yeah, that's Dirt. what I called it, where you had to wrap it in a towel yeah. and then because you got it like a little bit of power. <laughs> you, had out to, of it. you had to cook it because of the error. I got the three, you know, the three red ring yeah, of red death. Ring of death. If you if you turned it on for twenty minutes wrapped in a towel, then you got a good hour and a half of play. <laughs> After 20 minutes. Well, I remember, wasn't there one to put in a freezer, too? One well, of the see, solutions? Because what you did, because they're... There's a heating issue. Well, yeah, that's that's what caused the red ring of death was the... Um, Fun the fact, seek. that's why on the original Xbox Ones, that's such a big fan there. Yeah. yeah. So the heat, there was problems with the heat sink, so that was the error. But the error function only had memory storage for one error. So oh. when you would bake it in a towel, you would turn it on and then 
wrap it in a blanket or a towel, <laughs> it would force it to go, oh, we don't have that error anymore. We're now overheating. <laughs> so it would change the error. And then once you let it, you know, cool off, then it's like, oh, there's no error anymore. And then you can play for good. You had, I, I literally went through a month and a half of, oh, I want to play Xbox. I got to put it in the towel for 20 minutes and then I'm good to go. Uh, yeah, now we're too funny. Yeah. Mark Blankard, thank you so much for writing in. Great question. Caleb Summer writes in and wants to know with E3 coming up. Hey, was it too sad with that? Uh, you know, well, it's when the recorder when ended there, dies. it did make me feel I a have a bit button sad. that makes anything we say, even ha no matter how terrible, happy again. You want oh, me to let's use do it? it? Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's my happy button. Oh, there we go. I'm back. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Caleb Summer writes in and says, What is the best Xbox game from this generation cycle so far? Let's let maul oh, that over in your man. head. That's a lot of games to choose from. Xbox One specific. So this, this let's exclude third-party titles. Oh, okay. Let's just go Xbox well, One exclusive from this generation. What is the best title so far in your mind? Let's start with Jordan. I feel like Jordan w would have a good handle on this. Um, right I, well, Xbox exclusive. I mean, that narrows it down. Yeah. Uh, if it was next week, it might have been Sea of Thieves. Might be CFDs, but uh, up till now. Up till now, probably. I. Uh, what are the exclusives? Uh, Shall we list them? Uh, no, I mean, I know them. I'm just trying to go through them and see. So Dr. Teeth says Ori, Ori in the Blind Force, would definitely I mean, I, make the list. If we I narrow agree. it down to Xbox exclusives, I, I, I don't know. Oh, I have a button for exclusive, actually. You remember this? Oh, shoot. Didn't hit right now. Okay. It's exclusive. Broken. There it is. Oh, there it is. I was just—I remembered that. I remember that. Um, Sorry to keep derailing with my my sounds. No, yeah, the I mean, Halo Five's up there for me under exclusives. Cuphead's another good one. Oh, Cuphead is a good one, right? Yes. Um, it, it's hard when you get exclusives. I know what I would pick for like best game this generation, but hmm. uh, yeah, this this generation. No, no, but oh, not being an game? exclusive. Best overall game this generation. Okay, we've got here's go. Let's go over game rate. Game radars uh, has a list of top ten that they did. They put Quantum, Quantum Break, Break in there. Good. They put Ori and the Blind Forest is in there. Sunset Overdrive is really good. Halo Five, like Jordan said, Forza Horizon Three, Gears of War Four, Cuphead, more uh, Forza Seven, and PUBG. I guess PUBG is is basically an yeah. Xbox One exclusive at this point. For me myself, I think I know what I think well, everybody knows what I'm going. Yeah. Forza Horizon Three. I just think they took yeah. racing to a whole new level. There was so much content in that. That game is perfect. I mean, I just I don't see how you. I honestly don't see. I actually think Forza Horizon Four might be a disappointment because Forza Horizon Three was so good. Yeah. With everything. So Forza Horizon 3, I think up to this point, in second place for me is Rise Son of Rome. I really I really enjoyed Rise Son of fun, Rome. Yeah. I have fond memories of it. It was something new. It was cool. The graphics, so on point. So for me, uh, Forza Horizon 3, and then Rise Son of uh, Rome with Ori and the Blind Forest coming actually, in the, coming I, in the third Actually, I there would for me. change my answer. It's not technically an exclude. Well, it kind of is. I mean, it was at the time. Mm -hmm. Dead Rising Three, just oh. because of the fun factor. Oh, fun factor. I would say I'm gonna say the that's my fun vote. If we're going exclusives, yes, we're going exclusives. It of this would generation. be it would be between Halo Five and I'd probably throw Gears in there, and then and then Dead Rising Three, just because of the fun. I mean, it didn't do anything like I mean, it had a lot of zombies on screen, but it didn't do anything insane. But the fun factor of that game, me and Jordan wearing. Really, really tight. Like I, we should almost go back. Frankie and play goes it again. to Hollywood outfits. Yeah, I mean, running that, around. That was a fun 
especially with a friend. I mean, that was just that was a good time. That was way fun. No, I would say, I would say that's got to be my favorite one. Yeah. But I would say Halo Gears and Forza. For you, with Halo yeah. Gears and Forza. Uh, in that order, actually, uh, Gears last, Forza after Halo. Okay. Horizon three. No. Oh, you think Forza? Forza six. Six for you. Uh-huh. You mean seven? Oh yeah, sevens. Yeah. I mean, you could pick six if you, you really like six. six. You I actually better. really like six. I don't know why. I like five. <laughs> <laughs> I like four. Well, four was on the old one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, just kidding. Five was the first one. On Anyways, great question. Doctor T says rare replay was great as well. Oh, it was, uh, yeah. Very good. Very good. Anyways, great question, Caleb Summer. Thank you so much. Last but not least, we have. <coughs> Choco Monkey that writes in and he wants to get before before Sea of Thieves comes out, he wants to know what feature do we want to see added or included in Sea of Thieves in the future? I mean, as it as it comes out, as it rolls out. What do you guys want to see in Sea of Thieves? Jordan feature. I don't know, go. just more pirate missions. Pirate missions. Yeah. Well, isn't that like the game? <laughs> the game yeah, is pirate missions, so more, of, more of it. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's, I right. think it's a hard question because we don't know. I, yeah. We've yet to experience it in its full I mean, the, capacity. The Kraken. But I want to You know what? You know what? I know, do you want yeah. raids? I feel like, Jordan, w- you're a raid man. You want to see difficult raids. Well, they kind of do have raids with the Skull Islands. Yeah, but I mean, you are, you're hoping that they're you're hoping that they're MMO difficult-wise, right? Well, I mean, this I don't think this game fits that niche Necessarily. exactly. Okay. But, Why not? Uh, no, I mean, they uh, okay. I, you yeah, know? right. Whenever you, just so you know, whenever you throw in a why not question to Jordan, he has no argument. Why not? Yeah, because why? Why couldn't they? Why couldn't they have a mode that is like end game I, raid mode? You could, why not? but well, I mean, I think their raid, their their raid essentially is going to be those Skull Islands, which I'm sure they'll vary and have different things, right? But actually, I'd like to be a, see a cool like Flying Dutchman quest line, you know, something like that. Just, yeah. just I, I, th- I mean. They already said that they're, you're not going to have Blackbeard, and you're, and that probably falls under the category of like Flying Dutchman and stuff like that. But I just think fun other world pirate legends and questing and doing those and yeah. stuff would be cool. But I mean, I know it's a make your own legend type of game, yeah. so they're not. And they've said they're not going to have like make, Blackbeard. Make spicy stuff. anything for you, or well, make it worth my while to uh, pillage other people's boats. Okay, yeah, you want you want to be a, a true pirate. In yeah. The, in the very sense of the, the I, term. PvP. Like, I, think PvP it, yeah. I think it would be worth our while if we could actually hit them. Because <laughs> yeah, like, we, we were not we good pirates, man. <laughs> because me and David, we were taking over another boat and we had to kill the people three yeah, times. Yeah. And then we died And then they, they kept yeah. spawning in the boat. Yeah. You know? Make it. Yeah, they should have it like if you raise your flag in time, you know what I mean, on or the something. boat, or say that they can't spawn anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. What we ended up doing was just going internally and sinking their boat. Yeah. <laughs> just, okay, if we can't have it, let's just sink it. Yeah. Very good question. Thank you so much, Choco Monkey. We actually got one more in chat last minute. Lynn Chat, Jose Pez writes in, and this is for Jordan especially. What is the best Halo of all time? Jordan, uh, I know mine. Well, okay, I know so mine because it, I played. It's hard, so I, I'm gonna just say mine. Okay, because, let's start, let's start with Mr. McSpicy, and then we'll go Jordan, who will break down McSpicy's answer and tell us why he's right or wrong. Halo Two. Halo Two for okay. you changed Xbox Live forever. Oh, it, of, it actually of, invented Xbox yeah. Live essentially. Well, it had it, yeah. Xbox Live existed, but not like before. Well, yeah, the whole foundation of 360's Xbox Live was pretty much based off of Halo. You remember well, those, based off of Halo? You 2, remember yeah. those thirty second messages you can send? That was a Halo Two feature. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I mean, when I played it for the first time, the multiplayer in Halo Two and the ranking system and how it matched and how things and I was like, this is the greatest thing sure. I've ever seen. 
Uh, so Halo 2. And I really like the story was really I enjoyed the story where it it did the Arbiter and, you know, Spartan. And then they have this middle entity that's putting them together. Mm. The whole forcing them to fight the flood. Yeah, it's it's it was really good. I think that's where I mean, the story in Halo 5 was good. Yeah. But I really enjoyed where Halo 5. I mean, not Halo 5, Halo 1. Yeah. I'm sorry. Halo 1 where. Where out of nowhere you're fighting this third entity after hours of playing. I, I think that was fantastic how yeah. they did that. And I really think the bar was set so high, but they handled it really well on Halo 2. Uh-huh. And Halo yeah. 3 did the same thing. But yeah. as far as Xbox Live, what you could almost consider what gaming is today online is because of Halo, Halo 2. 2. Yeah. It's very, very, very influenced by Very good. It. Jordan, agree, disagree? What is the best? No, it's, Halo? So I, it, it, I have a weird answer. So okay. the multiplayer. I think is at its best in Halo 3 and 5. Okay. I think that's where the multiplayer is at its best in those two games. Sure. I think the campaign, not necessarily the best story, but the way they told the story is Halo ODST. They do really? a uh they basically do like a arc going back and forth. So they tell the story of uh you're a character that sees a battle that happened at or sees like the remnants of a battle that happened as you're walking through the city at night and then the next level flashes back to that battle and then it flashes back forward to the character at night it goes like a future a future like a you kind of walk through everything that happened and then you flash back and play different characters within your squad well that's to play through those it it was the i thought it was just a really cool way to tell the story now the story wasn't necessarily the best but the way they told the story i felt was well, that's a really good way to tell stories. Uh-huh. Some of my favorite movies tell stories that way, like John Wick. Yeah. At the very <laughs> beginning, it starts out, he crashes his car into the wall, and he's bleeding all over, and he pulls out his phone, and he's watching his wife on his phone, and then it fades out, yeah. and you're like, whoa. Or Mission yeah. Impossible 3. Or Mission Impossible 3, way. where he yeah. smacks him, his oh, head, and, he's, so and that good. bad guy, he's oh, so, so good. good. Rest in peace. The guy's dead now, which is unfortunate. But he was a really good bad so guy, and good. it just starts out so so strong. Yeah. I love stuff like that. So that's, it gets that, you right off. The that's <laughs> that's my answer. The Halo three and five, I think, have the best multiplayer and the best way they told a story was in ODST. Okay, so what? Who would you give the best overall? Everything complete package. Too hard. Halo. I I don't know. There's too, too many hard. variables. Too nuanced. Too many too many variables. <laughs> <laughs> the equation's way too long. There's on no, this chalkboard yeah, there's, writing X Y Z divided by. There's yeah. There, no, I I just think it, that's like I I don't know. It's just it's almost like saying which Call of Duty is the best. You know, I mean uh, maybe Modern not, Warfare it, Two. Maybe that's a bad. No example. Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare. But no, maybe it's a good uh, example. Oh, See, because they all hold have on, those two are they all excel now. at certain points, but then one fall, does you not equal one. Something's wrong. Too many variables. So I it's because certain games excel at certain things and yeah. then the other games maybe focus on something else or you know what yeah. i mean so it's, it's that's my answer i think three and five had the best multiplayer and odst had the best way they told the story very good good answer great question thank you so much everybody for joining us today on this another was episode a, this was a long show this was a long show yeah. this was podcast number 202 we appreciate we appreciate all of you for joining us this week mr mcspicy what will you be up to this week and where can people find you uh, I'll still going to be practicing the shotgun on Fortnite. Yeah. You can find my, uh, me on Xbox live. Mr. McSpicy is the name as well as my, uh, t- my handle on uh, Twitter. I have to give a shout out to this dude because this is awesome. We just got a follow from, I love BBW chicks, which is, I love big boned women. That is awesome. And amen, brother, bigger butts are better, right? <laughs> oh my God. That is the most. That's that your is, shout out. That yeah, is that's that's my shout out of the day, right there. That is. I saw that pop up and it was like, 
You got to you got to respect a good gamer tag or user. That, that is a good gamer tag. Absolutely. Jordan. How about you? Um what will you be uh, up to? I'll probably be play I'll play more Fortnite and then I'll uh, I'll jump into Destiny since I got that crave going again. Yeah. And then I've just been trying to catch up on Assassin's Creed and Tomb Raider. Let's so. do let's 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 do this as well since this episode was all about streaming tips. Mr. McSpicy, give give everybody one tip for streaming. Before we get uh, out of here. Don't be too consumed about numbers. Enjoy it. Mm. Hang out with friends. Make it something fun. Mm. If you worry about the numbers, it's going to drive you crazy because things are going to start slow for a while. Amen. Yeah. So don't get too... Enjoy it. Have fun. You're hanging out with friends playing video games. Yeah. Mm. Jordan, how about you? One tip for streaming before we head out of here. Uh, Be nice. Be nice. Hey, that's actually, no, that really, actually good. really good. I feel like that's a... I feel like that's a general life tip, too. Yeah. You know, just give be, you a little two-for-one there. Be nice. A two-for-one, a life tip and stream tip. I'm X1 Bros. You can find me everywhere. What's your I, tip? I will be playing some Minecraft. Let me tell you what we're doing in Minecraft. We're just blowing the place up. It is awesome. This is unlike anything. I think we have one of the best realms ever. Now, granted, there's probably like 112-year-olds off somewhere <laughs> that have destroyed us. But... <laughs> But I don't think so because we have like an economy. We have like we have infrastructure. Yeah. It's it's awesome. If the economy takes a hit, we can, we have a rainy day fun. Yeah. We have a radio station, an X One Bros radio station now. Oh yeah, uh, it's yeah, right next. Cool, it's yeah. right next to the luxury the, condos. I remember the paperwork that came to me in the land acquisition. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. that's what that's I'm right. over. You are yes. <laughs> Yes, I don't, what are you like, vice manager or something? I like don't know. I, I think I, your I, office is empty, by the way. I went yeah. in and graffitied it for you. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, got to come in and decorate that. <laughs> Anyways, I'm, I'm gonna be playing Darwin Project in Minecraft. My advice, and we can hit the outro there. My advice for streamers, leaving on that note, is get good at talking. That's it. You, as I think McSpicy said, don't be concerned about the numbers. At first, you're literally going to have no listeners in there and just practice talking to yourself. When I first started streaming, I actually hated streaming because I could. I felt like I couldn't enjoy the game. Now I'm to a point where I can't play a game. I feel like when I'm not streaming, I'm missing out on something because I'm not talking. Anyways, thanks very much, guys. Have a great week.